You're listening to Band Practice with Matthew and Krebs. Rock out with your cock out. <laughs> So, another episode of Band Practice. Yep. And <coughs> today we have Mike Lowry. What's the, the Mike Lowry. The Mike Lowry. Yeah. How's it going, guys? Evening. And, and it's our, our, our third ginger, which yeah. gives us a ginger hat trick. Yes. I don't know if I feel dirty, though, being the third one in here with you guys. Like, I'd rather go first. Next time, I go first. I, I will say, though, it, you were, uh, okay, so we might have another ginger, but you were not planned. Like, this is bonus. Yeah, this is, this is a... Uh, <laughs> we just <laughs> ran into you, and you said you were down, so let's do this. Like, yeah. Like, uh, like you might be might just be a one night stand, but like we were we were wanting this one. Like, got it. It sounds like half my relationships. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a great start. Yeah. So you were. I didn't know you're. It's okay. So we were just talking about your your wife was was Colombian. Yes, she was. Yep. That's crazy. Is, uh, she, is, she, is she still Colombian? She's still Colombian. Okay. Background is is that allegedly her biological father was actually involved with. Uh, the cartel down in Colombia, the big dude Escobar, and all that. And I was gonna say, don't don't, don't say cartel. It's too cliche. Don't, whatever. Don't say, yeah. No, no. And, uh, it's true, it's and true. so the father was never in a, in her life, and he's serving time in New York for like all of his life. Okay. You know, so yeah, so Colombian girl. She was nice, beautiful girl. Of course, high school sweethearts, and eventually you grow up, and you're different than who we are in high school, and you oh, change, yeah. and yeah. Well, you said Colombian, so I assume she's hot. Yeah, yeah. she was. Beautiful girl. I haven't seen many many Colombian women that were like, ew. Not one. Only one, but she was gay. So kind of. Yeah, that that was out. (laughs) But yep, so did that. No regrets. Everybody's got at least one under the belt, sort of. Kreps, you got one under your belt? What? Marriage. No, no. No. Uh, Engaged once. All right. Briefly. Got it. Uh, Then joined the Air Force. Uh, Not for her, but like, I need to grow up. Um, I'm going to be gone. This seems like a good way to to take care of all of us. Uh, she didn't. She barely made it out basic, and she left me for somebody else. So, every, every, that happens to everybody. If you're yeah. dating somebody, you go, and, you to, and you go to boot camp, basic, whatever, it doesn't last. By the end of it, it's over. It's and done. I told her going in, I'm like, okay, we're kind of. It, this is weird right now. So I'm totally cool with me, with me to do my thing. We'll come back. We'll talk. You know, can we do that? No, no, no. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. Spoiler: alert, she wasn't there. Oh. Yeah, they never are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. You're like Johnny Rico, Starship Troopers joined. You don't know the movie? You're looking at me like I'm crazy. No, I'm just, I don't know how to take that. Because oh. you're saying I'm Casper Van Dien. Yeah. Good looking guy. Married oh. really well. Um, hasn't acted <laughs> since then, really. So, uh, uh, I, I, Starship Troopers 3. Yeah. They actually made that on purpose? Yeah. Why would yeah. they do that? Like, I got all the ridiculous <laughs> shit I needed in the first one. <laughs> I feel like they just didn't put enough effort into it. And they, they, they tried to make it bad <clears throat> on purpose. Um, it's actually a beautiful movie if you know the, the source, source material. The dude who wrote it is like fascist as fuck. He wrote it as like right. a fascist, like, like like love novel. So to make it ridiculous is really fucking funny. It's like that's what you should do with fascism. You make it ridiculous and you laugh at it and we move on. Or you liked it. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you could you can <laughs> like the mocking of it. Um, I do love. Oh, but I saw it. By the way, the best way to ever see it is uh, live with uh, Rift Tracks, the guys who did uh, uh, MS3, MS3 3K. You're saying Starship Troopers was the first or the third? The first. Oh yeah, um, I, that's a. I love that guilty pleasure movie all day long. But but R- Rift Tracks did it live and it was fucking amazing. 
not only that, because Casper Van Dien and Neil Patrick Harris both chimed in and said, guys, see this movie. Like, it was a whole, like, bring the cast back thing. It was, and it was so good. It was so fucking good. No, that first movie was, uh, was amazing. I mean, would you like to know more? Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> would you like to know more? Yep. So, what? oh, I don't know. So, I've, I guess awkward silence already, and I'm like, oh, we have what? that. Yeah, yeah, it happens, whatever. You just, you just let right. ride. Yeah, you just let it go. This is the first time for me. Like I said, y'all are popping my cherry. Never been on a podcast. You ever we, been on a radio show or anything? No. I think in high school I was once on TV. Like I was all face painted up and for Southridge. You know, we were in state championships and I was all face painted and Captain Southridge and all that crap. And like some guy came into the crowd and interviewed you for like 30 seconds and I was like... Were you on the cheerleading team? Yeah, sort of. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, essentially I was like, you know, the student cheerleader in a sense. Uh, but so no, no, other than that, no, no. Oh, wow. You graduated from Southridge? Yeah. What year? Ridge Rat, 98. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I always think you're my age for some reason. Maybe yeah, it's just a little older. Like, yeah, no, but I, maybe that's just because like when I met you, like I, it was like, like my first year of college. So right. I assumed you were around the same age joining this frat that I guess you had been there for a couple of years before the frat was even there. Yeah. Well, no, no. I, well, or I started at house. University of South Florida. Oh, I didn't know. And that. then I went to uh, FIU in like 2000. And so you were there 2001. So I was yeah. I was pretty new to the fraternity at the same time. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I hadn't been in there long. I hadn't planted any roots yet or anything. Oh, okay. I did find it weird. Like when you, I think when you and I like talked, I don't know, maybe a year or two ago, just like catching up. Hey, oh my gosh, you're that guy I haven't seen in like 15 years. Right. Um, but like I found it weird that like they didn't keep you or or you didn't stay because you were one of the only people actually worth remembering because you were cool to hang oh, out with. Well, thank you. I mean, I think that. Uh, Everybody has their faults, you know, it, fraternities in college, they are what they are at the time being. Like, you join them because you think you're just partying and all that. And I think Fiji at the time was kind of doing something where they were, they were trying to get their charter. They were a chapter, wait, yeah. they were trying to get, become a full-fledged chapter. Dry house, by the way. Right, which, dry house. Which uh, sounds good on paper, but in yeah. reality, not so much fun. I mean, we were hiding air con- or liquor in the air conditioning <clears throat> your chocolate milk in the refrigerator was spiked with like you know baileys or something like that and back then at that time it was smirnoff ice like everyone oh, died that. everyone wanted smirnoff ices i worked for smirnoff for like oh because of, uh, of john yeah right? yeah, yeah john which, which another way, fraternity brother yeah, yeah who was supposed to be on my, my big brother but i didn't actually finish because I, I didn't want to pay for friends anymore yeah. <laughs> and the only, and the only, um, and the only reason I actually like start, rushed or started to rush was because my dad's, well, my dad's coworkers actually literally paid for the entire house, so I was encouraged to go there and at least try it out. So, right. yeah. I I don't have any regrets about it. I mean, no, yeah. fun, it's different. I didn't go to college. No, well, I didn't finish college. No, You're like ninety percent of the people that do go to college. Yeah, so, yeah. I didn't either. Well, I didn't go to. I, I only went to community schools. So I didn't. I didn't yeah. go to uh, Miami University. Dade or where'd yeah, you go? Miami yeah. Dade. Yeah. Yeah, took some classes, that. did some stuff. Yeah. Did not know that. Sucked up that GI Bill. That oh, sweet, a- sweet GI Bill. Oh, a- my a- God. H- oh, yeah. That, 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 like, when they first came out with the, the post-9-11 GI Bill, because so when I was in, we got the, uh, it originally was the Montgomery GI Bill, which they paid for tuition. And then uh, right before I got out, uh, they did the whole... George W. Yeah, W gave us the post-9-11 GI Bill. Which was they paid for a housing allowance, which is based on Congress's uh, uh, um, uh, BAH rates for your area. Uh, right. E five with a dependent. Yeah, E five with a dependent for your area, which here in Miami was about three G's yep. a month. How much? On top of one hundred percent tuition. Right. And a a 
stipend every I think it was every semester for books, books and supplies. Yeah. Nice. So and the crazy part yeah. is it outside of the, they set the school the money for the tuition, but outside of that they set you a check every month. Yeah. So if you didn't like, take advantage of that, you were being stupid. I mean Oh yeah. Well yeah. it was given to you like when you first I think we had like, like like first in basic, you can opt out. I don't know what the fuck you would want to, yeah. but yeah, it's to everybody who served, yeah. Yeah. So you actually for the Montgomery GI Bill, the way it worked is you actually had to pay into it. So That's it was right. like it was like uh, when you if like, you because right in basic they told you do you want the GI Bill yes okay it's gonna cost you a hundred dollars a check or a month right. or whatever for the first year or whatever you're in and every everyone signed up for it. I don't think anybody I, I don't think I knew anyone that opted out. Um, as far as from my understanding, uh, the post nine eleven is for everyone regardless. There's no opting out, but you don't pay into it right. supposedly. But it's also dependent on um, like three years you get a hundred percent and then. And if you serve, I think, three months or less, um, it's 50%. And then between three months and three years, there's a, like, there's a, uh, I'm sorry, for, for how much active duty you serve. So, yeah. like, like, I don't get a 100%. It's still pretty sweet. He gets 100 because he, he, yeah, yeah at least me, three years. Me and my, uh, you remember Jeff Wiener? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, we were roommates, uh, both using the GI Bill going to school. He wasn't working at all. Right. I was working on the weekends at the bar. You guys could afford a mansion living Oh, like our rent was 1300 bucks. Yeah. With utilities and everything, we spent two G's a month. Jeez. Between the two of us, racking in this cash. Right. And, uh, and, then he, just, and then he would do odd jobs occasionally doing handyman stuff. And I was working on the weekends at the bar just to have extra beer money. Sure. And it was funny because when uh, I met my wife, she was like, like, you only work two days a week? I'm like, yeah. She's like, how do you afford all this? And <laughs> right. I just kind of laughed like. Drug dealer. <laughs> I'm independently wealthy, yo. <laughs> <laughs> and she kind of gave me this dumb look like, no the fuck you're not you're driving this shitty little Kia right. like <laughs> you wear you wear shorts and t-shirts everywhere you're a fucking liar I think my favorite uh, like, my favorite little Snapchat moment I don't know where that picture is Jason would have it but it was like me Jeff and your friend George like all passed out on the couch yeah. and Jason's like takes a picture and I think maybe posted it somewhere and it said like Air Force Navy Marine we support the troops here kids oh there you go yeah and you graduated from where? From Southridge. Southridge. Okay. In what 02. year though? Oh, in 02. Yeah. So. I think my freshman year was your senior year. Yeah. I think. Or it might have been the year after. Because I started, uh, the my freshman year was 80, 98, 99. Right. But the end of the year where I yeah, already yeah. graduated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, I remember the senior jerseys that year, everyone was wearing, they said 99 on them. So I guess that was the 99 school year. I don't know. Right. I don't know how the fuck they count that shit. I went to your freshman prom. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I went to like four or five proms. It was I gross. Didn't. I don't know why I did that. Five proms. Actually, five proms. Went my freshman year, sophomore, junior, senior, and then the, the ex-wifey was a year younger, so she graduated in 99 and went to her prom. Nice. So five Southridge proms. Why? I went to my, my, my senior prom, and that was it. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't Senior. do a ROTC. Senior. I was in the ROTC at, at um, Southridge. And <laughs> I, I, was, I, was, I was not planning to join the military. Oh, that was well, not okay. a thing I had planned. Yeah. Okay, so this I is do what love happened. This story. Go on. So this is what happened. I, uh, my entire high school career, my father told me, hey, you know, as soon as you turn 18, you're getting the fuck out of my house. And I was like, shut up, old man. That's not going to happen. Get out of here. You're not going right. to kick me out. You love me. I'm not going to be homeless. Um, and sure enough. Well, uh, so I turn 18, and he's like, hey, by the way, you know, you finish high school, whether you graduate or not, you're out of my fucking house. I was like, shut up. Quit fucking with me. <laughs> so then it came time to graduate. Uh, partied for like a week, and he came up to me, and he goes, so you got uh, two choices here. I was like, okay, what's that? He's like, um, you either go to college or 
you get a job and you're gonna start paying me fucking rent. And I forget the number he told me, but I remember thinking, how the fuck am I gonna make right. that? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he looked at me like, in like the most dead serious way, and was like, if you can't do either one of those two things, you're getting out of my house. And I was like, oh well, fuck me. And he's like, and he gave me a deadline. If it was like a couple of days to figure it out, I was like, fuck. Right. So, uh, I lived off of, oh, I was living in Cutler Ridge off the Bel Air Canal and, uh, you know, right there by the flea market, they have all the, they have all the, the recruiting stations right there yeah. all next to each other. Yeah. I forget what had happened. My car was in the shop, so I, I didn't have a way to get there. And I was like, well, fuck it. Let me go over there. I'll get some paperwork and shit. hold them off for a couple of days. I go over there. Uh, the only office that was open was the Marine Corps. So I walked in and basically signed up and then, uh, <laughs> My date to leave came, and I hadn't figured anything else out, so I went. There you go. And that was it. <laughs> I didn't even know what the fuck the Marine Corps was. I had no idea what the fuck I was getting into. I was kind of under the impression you followed, like, a legacy, but so your no. dad wasn't in them. Nobody <laughs> no. was in, no? No. Oh, okay. My grandfather right. was in the Marine Corps, but I had no idea about that until I had joined. And then uh, after I graduated, my grandfather was told me about it, and he actually got kicked out uh I don't know if it was dishonorable, but I know he didn't get an honorable discharge. I know he got kicked out, though. But I don't know why. He won't tell me. Which is probably why you didn't know he was even in until... Yeah, I had, right. no, I had no idea. Yeah. yeah, I had no idea he was even in. When he went to Paris Island, whole shebang. Nice. Yeah. He was, uh, he was infantry, though. I know he did a bunch... He was telling me when he was in, they did a bunch of cold weather training and shit. Because he's an old dude, so that, I'm sure there was more of, like, the Cold War era type right. stuff. So they were prepping to go to Russia, Russia or whatever yeah. the fuck. Yep. But uh, yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, no, I was uh, I was the first one, basically. You got to start somewhere. Don't regret it at all, do you? I no, mean, not hey. at all. It's yeah. open. It's opened a lot of doors for me, and it's met a lot of great people. Did some cool shit. Got to travel the world. No, no, uh, no. Th- and the best part is, is I am indirectly responsible for the death of thousands. <laughs> indirectly, indirectly, because I did avionics. I worked on airplanes. Okay, all right. Airplanes that drop bombs and kill lots of people. Gotcha. Lots of fucking people. God damn, lots of people. <laughs> we dropped over like 50,000 pounds of ordnance in one, of the, on, in one deployment. On any certain plane? Or, or I worked anything? on Harriers. On Harriers, okay. Yeah. I think, I think the, when we went to Al-Assad, when we were in Iraq, I think, we, I think it was like 50,000 pounds of ordnance. 50 or 60,000 pounds of ordnance, some stupid number. Just killing motherfuckers left and right. It was a, it was a beautiful thing. I fed and I and I housed them. That was my job. <laughs> you were a cook. Uh, it, technically, my job was uh, in the Air Force, which called services, which is a uh, food, fitness, lodging, mortuary, and personnel. I never actually did mortuary, but we all had to be trained on it because um, uh, all foreign casualties come through Dover um, Air Force Base in Virginia, and it's all Air Force. Um, Air Force does all the. So whenever you see like a picture with like all the coffins lined up, they all come through Dover. Uh, Air Force t- takes care of it. So we have to know how to like at least process that. Um, in Iraq, I did food, um, but like I was taught how to cook. Only cooked a couple times because it's like a, it, the, at least the base that I went up to was uh, was pretty set up. And in the Air Force, usually you know when they establish something, they usually just set it up pretty pretty well. So they want people who are going to be there a while. So we had um, people who actually cooked were called TCNs, which are uh, third country nationals. People they fly in from, from like the Philippines or Thailand or something because they can pay them less. <clears throat> um, to cook and stuff, so I literally like babysat them. Right. And see, this is the difference did, did between numbers. this is the difference between the Air Force and Marines. We had TCNs too, and we had TCNs working all over the base. You know where we got our TCNs from? When we were in Iraq, Iraq, fucking Afghanistan, Saudi Arabia, all these fucking you know, 
goddamn al-qaeda fucking sympathizers <laughs> like these motherfuckers Are like gonna. yeah we would have to work like the checkpoints on the base and shit and stop the buses full of these guys and we every right. time we stopped them we found fucking weapons like sh- like it was goddamn prison shivs and shit and right like what the and these fuck? are the guys preparing your food like yeah. how much yeah. Yeah. faith did you put in that yeah exactly well i was kind of hoping when you said that you were a cook i w- well no that you did food i was hoping you were going to tell me you were a cook and now i was going to relate that to steven seagal i was going to see how many references to you being in the military i could find in movies tonight why but i don't <laughs> why? know it's just in why my steven, head why steven seagal well because there's that that whole where he's uh the cook in oh, like on um in the military i mean he's in i think the navy or he's special forces like he stops a train with a bomb on it and like they take over something siege. a battlefield under siege there you go yeah so he's Casper Van Dien and Steven Seagal in my mind right now. All right. I kind of feel weird having a goal here, but we've never, we've never done you that. Do so you do have <laughs> so long hair, so. I do, I do, but I don't, you don't usually ponytail it unless I'm, I actually have to. And right now, Steven Seagal is about three me, I think, right now. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever taken any karate classes? I did. I've trained MMA a little bit. Um, I, rest, I wrestled for ten years. Um, and coached, so like I can fight. Um. Okay. I like the people that know that because it's way more fun to get drunk. It just threw me <laughs> and, and you weigh something. a buck. Well, well, I, n- I never throw the first punch. I just love when I throw them to the ground and they're like, you weigh a buck 50. How'd you do that? I don't know. It just happened. Physics. So. <laughs> yeah, physics. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like uh, we had a uh, oh, big red we had in here. Uh, my buddy from the gym. They were going over it. Oh, what was it? Who was it that knocked out uh, Tom Hardy? Shia LaBeouf. Oh, yeah. Shia LaBeouf knocked out on Tom the, Hardy. Um, right. On, fuck, on the set of that tank movie, I forget yeah. what it was called. Yeah. yeah. Fury, I think. Yeah. yeah. We, yeah. Were talking, we were talking about it. He's like, look, man, anybody can get knocked out at any time. He's absolutely right. That's totally true. He is. <laughs> right. He yeah. is. But would you take that chance on Tom Hardy? No. I wouldn't. He's kind of yeah. a big dude. You, if, if you do, you just have to fully commit. And that's it. And realize if he doesn't get knocked out, you got to throw number two. And I guess if you want to <laughs> go kinda, down swinging. And, and I guess if you really want to make that, that count, I guess you. You hang out a bit. You make sure you, it seems like you're cool. Have a couple of drinks. You gotta make it seem like it's never gonna come, and then you guess you do it. Well, apparently, that's what happened with him and, and Shia LaBeouf. And it makes sense. He, Shia LaBeouf is insane, but he's got like a really like planned out insanity that he does. I don't know if it's planned out. Didn't he? Didn't he? Didn't he get fucking uh, arrested for like chaining himself and protest? Gets arrested or some a lot, shit? actually. So thrown out of a bar drunk and yeah, yeah a couple things like that. Sounds like a a, a weirdo. I think you. I, I think you've got to be kind of crazy, and a little bit antagonizing if your name is Shia LaBeouf. Because if I, I've never been to prison, but I'd rape that guy because it needs to have like <laughs> just that name. <clears throat> oh, you're shy, huh? Let's see how shy you are. You ever been to prison? Nope. Do you want to? <laughs> Hell no. What do you? What kind of question is that? I don't know. I'm a white ginger. I don't want to go to prison. Yeah, but you get some sweet face tattoos. No, 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 no. I don't know. I think you look pretty cool with just one tear. Just one tear, one tear? And, and you never tell why you got it. You wouldn't be able to tell if it's a freckle or a tear. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. if you got it in black. Yeah, I guess. But no, I, I wouldn't survive in prison. Why? You no. don't think so? No. I, I don't... No. Well, you might, but you'd come out, come out looking really pretty because that's right. how you had to survive. I don't, think right? I, I don't think my name gives me enough street cred in prison yet. The whole Mike Lowry <laughs> thing. I don't think that would get me by. In high school, maybe well, some free drinks at the bar, but not in prison. Wait, have you guys been to prison? Wait. Prison? No. <laughs> I was like, wait, is that no. Prison? No. County, no. yes. All right. No, never. No, no, never no. locked up or anything. No. Never even in handcuffs. Really? From a cop. Yeah. Never in handcuffs? From a cop. You haven't lived, bro. I think I'm living okay. I've been in handcuffs three times? Three times. Two. 
That's how you do it, man. All right. So what's the wor- what's the worst best story about putting put in the handcuffs that oh, you did? The worst man. best. You want to hear though. the shittiest thing? All right. Yeah, this is sure. such a dumb story. <laughs> Fuck. It's Isn't dumb. that what this is about? Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So no, we were, okay. We were in high school. I had just gotten my driver's license, and I had a '89 Cutlass Supreme. Looked like a big old Cadillac. Nice big old boat. Uh, me and a couple of their friends are driving around at like two in the morning with nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, there had actually been a game at Southridge that night, <coughs> and uh, my cousin was with us, and he was like a year younger. I think it was like his freshman year, so he was younger than the rest of us in the car. And we're driving around, and we drive by the Publix on Old Cutler, and they had just gotten a shipment of baked goods, mm-hmm. and it was sitting outside of Publix. Oh no! So we drive over there, and uh, semi inebriated, mm-hmm. and we grab a couple. We go go off, you know. Get the munchie fix, and then get a little bit more inebriated, and then we're and then we're like, let's go back and get more. All right. Oh, so and go, then when you go back, though, now they're waiting for you. No, not at all. All right, not at all. We we rode right up, like didn't do it fast or anything. We just rolled up, popped the trunk, started pulling the shelves off the rack and dumping them into my truck, <laughs> or into the trunk of the car, just dumping them, dumping them, and dumping right. them. Uh, all in all, it was uh, three hundred and seventy-five dollars worth of baked goods. That's what you got charged for at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we emptied out. That's like a, a lot of baked goods. Yes, Holy it is. Shit. My trunk was full of the shit. Yeah. Um, so then we're driving around and we go over to the Denny's on Marlin and US one, uh, cause that's where everyone was at after the, the game. That's, Southridge. Yep. Yeah. So we drive over there and, uh, there's a bunch of people hanging out. And then my cousin's like, yo, anybody hungry? We got free food. <laughs> right. In the Denny's parking lot. Yeah, yeah. In the Denny's parking lot on US one. Right. Right. So, uh, he pops the trunk, and you know there's no cars on US one, and everyone starts. A couple of people gather around the trunk, and then a cop rolls by, and I think we would have been fine. But then my cousin sees the cop and slams the trunk closed. Right. So now this cop. So now there's suspicious right? suspicion, right? So, uh, the cop starts to loop around, and my cousin's like, "Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go." And I'm like, "All right, let's go." So we make it out of the parking spot and around to the back of the Denny's, and we get yoked up. So the cop pulls us over. He comes walk up to the window and he's like, you know, license registration. Okay. And he asks for IDs of everybody in the car. And then he looks at me and he's like, What do you have in the trunk? Nothing. Can you pop your trunk for me? Okay. So I pop the trunk and he goes back there. <laughs> and uh I can see him in the rearview mirror. <laughs> and he's looking around at it. And he picks up one of the little plastic tins of muffins and he looks at it. And at first, he probably didn't even really think. He's like, I'm not seeing baked goods in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, like, he no, expected no. to see drugs or something, right? I, I'm sure he was thinking there was drugs or guns or something cool in there. Right. And he's looking at this fucking tin of muffins. He must have been holding his hand and staring at it for five fucking minutes. <laughs> like, just fucking confused. Like, right. what the fuck is this? Yeah. What I'm I writing s- these kids up for baked goods in their car. Muffins, yeah, cupcakes. Yeah, right. So, uh, cell phones weren't a big thing yet. Right. Uh, one of the girls in the car had a cell phone. Uh, so, I snatch up her cell phone and I call my dad. Hey man, I'm about to get arrested. Um, you should come over here. <laughs> so uh, he he shows up. Uh, when he shows up, me, my cousin, and everyone else in the car is uh, in the back of squad cars, cuffed, sitting back there. Like, fuck, this is not good. It's not good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, my dad talked it over with the cops, and then they called the manager for Publix, and basically just had to cut them a check, and then sure, 
I got released, and that was All it. Right. Well, so I, I didn't get a record or anything. But that is a really bad reason to get. Oh I mean, no, no, it's like, totally shitty. Yeah. Like the fuck was I doing? <laughs> Whatever, it happens. Speaking of Denny's being the place to go after football games, like for sure that was still when I was there. But what about? Did you ever go to the Grove and just drive around? Oh yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah. I was just checking. I was yeah, curious that, if that was still a thing. When, when we were in high school, we did that shit all the time. We'd right. drive over to Grove and like, do nothing, really. Do nothing because we couldn't get in anywhere. Condomania, you would go oh, yeah. to. Condom USA? Yeah, yeah whatever. It was like that the was. only place you could get into. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, no. A park in there and then go see the, the, all the, the novelty condoms and mm-hmm. shit. And then uh, we would do. Uh, we were stupid. We did this thing called loopies. You know, the, the giant traffic circle there? Yeah. So we I would just go over there and we would just do loops around the traffic circle. Right. We'd do like four or five of them. And I then, did that the other day, actually, just on Old Cutler, or 216th over there, right near my house. I was like, I'm just going to drive around it two times, see how I feel. And I was like, no, this isn't for me. We did but, it with the windows down, blasting music and screaming. Sure. Yeah. But that does like, sound more like you. Like trying to get arrested. <laughs> we would go and we would do, we'd call it elevator trips. So we in Cocoa Walk, they had like the three-story elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we would go in the elevator, like two or three of us, and we'd wait till somebody else got in the elevator with us. And then some, one of us would just do something really stupid in there, like... You know, see, like, my, the one I remember I always did was, like, spiders. I would see spiders crawling down from the ceiling, and I would freak out, and I'd crawl under the floor and scream for help. And, like, the people thought I was having a, like, psychotic episode, and they'd get out of the elevator and run off. And <laughs> that's what we did. They didn't help you? They just ran off? No, no, off. no, they just that's ran so off. That's so shitty. I mean, but in, like, 1996, <laughs> 95, you know, I mean, this was before the age of bath salts and, I mean, internet and... Yeah, and so Flo- who knows what they and, thought? And Florida Man. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's no, what Flor- we would do. Florida, Florida Man was a thing there. Well, yeah, but it wasn't like an established thing. I mean, it wasn't known as Florida Man yet. That that that's because of the internet. You know why there Florida Man exists? Oh. I don't even know what Florida Man is. You don't know what Florida oh, Man is? Shit. No. Okay, so there's like a whole website dedicated to Florida Man. Florida Man is, you know, the thing like Florida Man does this. Florida Man does this. Oh, Florida okay. Man, yes, Florida Man yes. beats an alligator with a dildo. Actual yeah. headline. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Florida Florida Man robs okay. stores with. Alligator as weapon, you know, like right, it's shit like that. Uh, so Florida has, uh, it's like inform, it's like an information act or some shit. Mm-hmm. So any any arrest and things like that are public information where other states don't have that. I think we're one of the only ones, which is why it's Florida man because all this is public information. So these people sit around and wait for headlines <laughs> to God. pop up in the in their new, in their uh, public records, right? Which so there's like a whole like website and like hashtag and and. Uh, there's like a, a huge joke on Reddit about it. Like it's a running thing. Right. Now now that you say it, I understand it. Like yeah. Yeah. only in Florida kind of deal. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it did actually have to be explained to me too. Okay. Like, like I, I, I know I'd seen the articles, you know, a dozen times, but like it's not how somebody says, hey, this is a thing where you go, oh, and it all snaps together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I That's right. It now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. Starring M. Night Shyamalan. Never mind. I got it. Okay. I see dead people. Okay. I follow. So you never got arrested? Never. No, 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 no. Never cuffed. Never in the backseat of a car. Uh, no. Closest we got, we were out uh, high school again playing Manhunt, you know, yes. back in the day. And uh, so we were playing in a random neighborhood, and some kids ended up abducting a couple of us. Like, at this time, we're 15, 14, 15, 16 years old, and then some college kids came and, like, grabbed us and threw us in the back of their car, and we're like, we're going to kill you. We're going to drive you out to the the rock quarry and shoot you and this and that. And it turns out that they were breaking into cars that night in the same neighborhood. 
and came across us and then so they they i guess just figured let's play tricks on these kids you really but, call them when you're explaining this by the way well yeah, i mean this right? is so long ago i mean um and then they end up i we imagine they at this time you're dumb you're an idiot like at 15 16 years old and also i'm freaking out because these guys are like they had me in the middle of this car and they're like let's take him to the quarry and shoot him and kill him i'm like all right great so like i just need to run for my life at this point because but so then they started driving me home they're like what's your address and me like an idiot well idiot or not like maybe they were gonna their plan was to go rob the house you know but at least i'm not going to a rock quarry to die so it's like yeah this is my address <laughs> yeah. so they actually took me home and then my sister came out uh, my parents were out of town at the time and she was all, all pissy and then they left for some reason i don't even know what this is and then we went back and so the whole situation like a neighbor had come out at that point and noticed their car had been broken into and then so then all the stories keep get put together and apparently you know, we were out playing manhunt. They tried to dupe us into taking the fall for breaking into cars or something like that. But then they all dipped as well. Like when the cops were called, all the college kids took off. So pussies. They, yeah. So I guess that was the closest, like being questioned by the police and all that. But have you ever done anything you probably should have been arrested for? Sure, sure. I mean, I, even like I was you, saying, you the elevator that so trips. Quick. Where, yeah, where's I the, mean, where's the hooker berry? Did like, stupid stuff. I mean, ah. <clears throat> As a kid, like stealing people's mail, that was always bad. That's a federal offense too. Like that's so sh that that fugazi fugazi. I remember the, that's bullshit. The worst. Bullshit. Uh, this is like God's gonna strike me down. But uh, we you would steal, and I was this time I was like ten years old, and so we stole somebody's mail, and then we'd open it and go through it. We were always as kid. We're, I, I thought everybody got Playboys like delivered <laughs> to their house, and I was always like, eventually, like I'm gonna steal somebody's Playboy subscription, you know, and that never happened. But then we would open up the mail and like, what statute of libertations on opening somebody's mail? Federal offense is that passed by now? Well, um, you're, not, I don't know. you're not giving us specifics, so we don't know where. When right. I could be uh, making this up, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, so yeah. open this letter, and there was like a handheld check in, or a handwritten check, and the letter was something about, oh, you know, I'm so glad that you reached out to me and that I can help you. You know, I'm glad we can save your house, and it was a check for like twenty three thousand dollars or oh, something Jesus like that. God. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and they never got the check. Did yeah, they? they didn't get the check. I don't know what happened to the house, but <laughs> so yeah, you could have put that back. <laughs> you yeah, should have put that, that time, back. Uh, you're right, and I mean at that time you like are freaking out. Like it was so oh stupid to even have that's done. Amazing. I mean, why would you steal somebody's mail? You're dumb kids. But that's amazing. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. So. I would hope that that person, if you ever hear this, I apologize. If you were ever waiting for $22,000, yeah. closure came today. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. Oh, my God. You got any more like that? Um, <laughs> like that? No. I mean... Jesus, that's great. No, not, not quite like that. I mean, I did stupid things as a fraternity member. Like, it, there's always, it's still theft, but I mean, uh, one of the... Great way to start a story. It's still yeah, it's theft, still theft but... but it's an unspoken thing that if you can somehow come into possession of another fraternity's yeah. anything, anything, anything. Yeah. their flag, one of their books, uh, anything with their symbol on the, it, you know, then... Their girlfriend. Yeah, well, sure. But it was yeah. always a sign. It's like brownie points, kudos, whatever. You yeah. know, you always, if you could get a hold of somebody else. So, I mean, I remember stealing some banners and and, and things like that. But nothing that... That's weak. Like, I don't regret weak. that. No, weak. I don't regret that. But to this day, that, that house check, that whatever, mortgage <laughs> or whatever, that still haunts That's me. That's going to be hard to top that one. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
the the one thing that haunts me I did I was probably like nine or ten. Uh, I was living in Georgia, and uh, me and my buddy were hanging out, and we had acquired lighters. And there was this gazebo in the neighborhood, like the neighborhood next to the neighborhood pool, but it was closed down because it was winter. And it was actually cold. People didn't go there. There's nobody out there. And uh, me and him were just there in this little gazebo uh, lighting fires on it, which was a genius idea because the gazebo was made out of fucking wood. Yes. So we were starting little brush fires with all the fucking dead leaves and shit. And then, uh, you know, we light it and put it out. Sure. Light another one, put it out. Like little one, like, you know, six, seven leaves, watch them burn a little bit, stomp it out. So he's like, let's build a bigger one. Okay. So we put a little, couple Nat- sticks in. Natural th- thought, sure. th- thought yeah. progression. So throw, throw a couple sticks in this one. Watch the sticks burn. All right, cool. Put it out. And then we build a bigger one. We light it on fire. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to put it out. He's like, wait, 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 wait. Just wait for it. And then all of a sudden, the gazebo's on fire. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whole thing's up in fucking flames. Holy shit. So we take off running. He goes home, I go home. Fuck this, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Throw the lighter in the woods on the way there. <laughs> Fuck this. See, <laughs> so burnt down your neighborhood gazebo. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it, it was a big deal there because, like, shit didn't happen there. Yeah. Like, it was a small neighborhood. Everybody knew everybody. Thank God there were, like, this was before people had cameras on their house and shit. Right. Like, that gazebo burned to the fucking ground and half the park with it. Yeah. Like, fire oh trucks, police, police were out there, like... Fuck. Arson, that's no big... That's a crazy one there. That's, oh, yeah. Uh, and then they had, like, this, like... You know, neighborhood uh, donation thing to rebuild the gazebo. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> you should have volunteered to go <laughs> help rebuild it. You had to be continually reminded of what you had done. <laughs> oh, yeah. So and th- and they were all excited because, you know, they rebuilt the gazebo before next summer. And, and, you know, they had, like, opening with the new gazebo. Like, okay, let's silver lining this. You brought that community back together. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 Well, then, like, I wish I, I wish I knew what happened to this dude, but uh, he joked about, like, you know, we could burn it down and they'll build another one. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You're, you're, you're not supposed to, to, to keep that friend. You're supposed to have that story and move on from that friend. He sounds like a cool dude to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a good time with him. Unless he's in jail and then you'd be sitting, sitting in jail with him. Maybe, maybe not. It only dep- depends if you get caught. But you're right, Robert. That's got silver lining. You brought a community together. I put someone on the streets. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> we assume. We assume. Yeah, right. I'm I just like I'm just lucky nobody was nobody got you know killed right. I used, I mean I used to play f- with fire as a kid. Oh, we all did. Yeah, I, I got I got caught and in trouble because th- what ended up getting me in trouble was the fire extinguisher. They found I was safe. I had a fire extinguisher and I used my fire extinguisher to put out my fires. And they the reason they realized I was even doing it in the first place because the fire extinguisher ran out of you know pressure or whatnot. But that's how I got caught. The yeah. chemical or whatever. Yeah. The fire extinguishers them. <clears throat> so fire stories are why I'm glad the internet was not a thing when I was like twelve or thirteen. Because you'd have posts from my parents saying, We got home after a night out, we can't find our son, dogs cowering, we smell fire. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not even that's not even like a cool or fun story. I was just playing with fire right. and I threw it away and I and I think I doused it a little bit, but not enough. And then I, I go to the bathroom, come back, and now that tall plastic tra- trash can is about yay big. And I just like threw it in the trash can, and then I sat in the bath for about three hours, like waiting for my parents to get home, because I figured like in the bath I was safe, like because <laughs> there's a lock there. Right. <laughs> That's funny. At least I went out with my fire. Like I used them to melt my GI Joes. Uh, for some reason, my parents always bought me fireworks as a kid. So I mean, it just like promoted me playing with fire. So I was doing it. 
with like G.I. Joe's real life battles. My nephew, on the other hand, like on the ceiling fan, you usually have like a chain or something hanging, you know, and he decided to light the the ball that was hanging on it like on fire connected to the ceiling fan it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah what's, that's, that's what's the where is this going I, I, I see the, i see the thought progression there that, yeah that luckily he me. didn't light it luckily the, the chain didn't burn up or whatever I mean, he only melted the the ball we did catch uh a big fire in our garage he like lit a leather chair on fire uh so that was big hassle luckily we didn't have any that's fire not a fun smell. no fire injuries though so when, uh, <clears throat> another time when I was in Georgia, my dad, being a cool dad, uh, hooked me up with a bunch of bottle rockets and some, some you know, non-aerial fireworks besides the bottle rockets. And uh, he's like, don't tell your mom. Right. Like, Hell yeah. <laughs> so I had all these things in my room hidden. And uh, the, actually, the, the entrance to the crawl space for the attic was in my room. So I just shoved the shit all in there because yeah. she never went in there. And then uh, what I would do is I would take a couple out. And I would take some knives and scissors and stuff, and I would cut them up, and I'd get the magnesium and, and gunpowder and stuff out of them, and I would make piles of it, right? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. And then I would line the, take the gunpowder, the, the black powder, and, and, you know, make a little line and, sure. and light that shit up and <laughs> right there in the yard. But I did it in the backyard, and the back of the house was on, like, uh, like, it was all woods. Like, there was no house behind us or anything. I think it went for probably, like, a mile, just woods. So, whatever. It was free game. So, I would go back there and, and like, do fucking all these lines of gunpowder with the magnesium and shit and watch it all spark up and shit. It was a fun time. And then I got busted. Oh. And my mom came home and heard it, heard me out there and heard the Right. Like, oh, what the fuck was that? And I was like, <laughs> uh, I'm holding like trash of bottle rockets in my hand, a lighter in the other. Well, it's, uh, it, uh, it uh, wasn't me. I got nope. their kitchen knives stuck in the ground. Like, uh, <laughs> 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 at least it was only fire. I mean, if you come out here and you see a, a knife like in the ground, I might start thinking, are you out here killing something? You know, what are you doing? At least it was just fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't chopping she, something up. She actually flipped shit on me in that house because, okay, so she got me a BB gun. And she was like, why do parents do that, Don't though? tell your dad. Yeah, why do parents buy you as guns and as I don't kids? Think, and well, not? I think she just approved it. I think, I think it was my grandmother got it for me. It was like either a birthday or present, a birthday or Christmas thing, but it, it was... It's like, a, it's like a holdover from like WW2. Like, like we, yeah. just, we expect to be in war. Let's have the kids at least know something about it. I think that kind of makes sense. It, was, it wasn't like a, uh, anything special. It was just a little Red Rider. Right. Still. Like, you know, like it shot so slow, like you could see the BB as it left the, the barrel of the gun. Right. So. Uh, you say that. I could have done something terrible with that as a kid. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. No, I did. Okay. Uh, but she straight up told me. Uh, my mom was like, you can go shoot this in the backyard anytime you want. Uh, be careful what you're shooting, but what's behind you. Like. What's, what's behind what you're trying to shoot at? Don't shoot anything living. Right. Okay. So I had a collection of cans that I'd string up on the back fence and shoot and whatever. And then when she wasn't home, I would shoot all the birds in her bird feeder. Mm. <laughs> <Dick>. <laughs> and then I would take the shovel out of the shed and I would toss them into the woods. There you go. Yeah. We'll bury them. Yeah. Now, was this, um, and was this a pump or? Yeah, it was, it was like the, the, the handle pump. Yeah. Right. It had a little slot for a cartridge, but... We were poor, so I never got cartridges. I had to pump that shit. Yeah, do you know how to make those dangerous? I figured that out when I was seven. You go ask the college kids to pump it for you. Way past <laughs> oh, the point it's yeah, supposed yeah. to be done. Then it's dangerous. Well, so uh, my brother is there with me one day, and we, it was a two-story house, so we're sitting out the back window in the bathroom uh, sniping the birds out of the, the bird bath and the bird feeders and shit. And uh, my brother's like, this is awesome. And I'm like, right? Yeah. <laughs> so he pops a couple. I pop a couple. And I show him. I'm like, look, you have to get rid of the bodies or else we're going to get caught. So we go down bodies. there. Yeah, bodies. Bodies. Yeah. So I take the shovel. We toss them over. He's like, all right, cool. So uh, 
one day, uh, me and my, my mother uh, go to the store or some shit like that. We come back, and my brother was home alone. He had taken the BB gun, and he killed like seven birds. And he fucking left him there. Aww. So there's, you know, death and Evidence. destruction <laughs> yeah. all over the backyard. And uh, I guess nobody went out there for like a day or two. And then uh, a guy came home from school one day. My mom was like, Matthew, Matthew. Right. And I was like, what? And she's like, come here. What? And she like walks me out to the back porch. She's like, point. she's like, what did you do? What did you do? And then I see my little, I'm looking, I'm like, what the fuck? I never, like, what the fuck is this? This wasn't me. I hide my dead bodies. Yeah, I'm like, I throw them over the fence. What the fuck? And then I look up and I see my little brother looking looking at me out the window like, (laughs) cheese grilling smile like, you motherfucker. Oh, you son of a bitch. And I was like, Timothy did this. And she's like, don't fucking lie to me. He doesn't know how to shoot that thing. I'm like, I taught him. He knows. No, no, the fuck he does. (laughs) No, he would never do this. I'm like, he fucking did it. Oh, yes, he did. And then that was the end of my BB gun. Gone. Aww. Yeah. This is the same guy who uh, freaks out over, over uh, Trump tweets now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> fucking bird murderer. Serial <laughs> <laughs> bird murderer. Yeah. Well, he only did it that one time because after that, she got rid of it. <coughs> that was it. That thing was gone. Or, or maybe he continued killing birds and he just learned better. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I'm, I'm, throwing, I, I'm throwing out bullshit just for the fun of it. I don't know. It could be. He might he might still be killing birds. I was knows. about to say maybe he still is. I don't know. No, he's all about animals now. He's got he's, he loves animals except for rats and mice because he feeds them to a snake. Okay. So he's he's a he's a a, a rat hater. Did Did you ever get him like go back and like claim that murder or, or no. The, no no never no, admits it to this day. <laughs> no. No. He got me busted for my fucking porn collection too <laughs> when I was a little kid. <laughs> ah! Motherfucker. So I, I always had, got me busted. I had a collection of fucking you know, Playboys and shit, which when you're fucking 9, 10, that's fucking amazing. Right. I had like six or seven magazines, and then you know, I, a couple guys at school had some, so we would trade and shit like that. Like They were fucking baseball cards. I had them inside of a briefcase my dad had given me that had a lock on it, and I kept that inside of the fucking uh, attic crawl space that had a fucking lock on it. So my brother, I'd go into a scout fucking... Uh, By the way, there's a great fucking... Um, uh, Chris, Chris, Chris Rock bit about when back in the day when men hid their porn, they were fucking Batman. You would never yeah. find that shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they would never find this shit. Uh, so my little brother goes and, well, because I was gone for the weekend on a, like a Boy Scout trip. So we did like a camping thing. And uh, I come back and I open the door to my room and the briefcase is fucking wide open. He had taken a kitchen knife, which was still in the room, by the way, and cut the briefcase around <laughs> the lock. Carved it over. No forethought at all. <laughs> just fucking cut that bitch open. And so, and he had gone through it all and taken the ones he wanted and left the other ones there just out in the fucking open, <laughs> just laid across the room. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, fuck, I hope my mom didn't come in here. Oh, fuck, I hope my mom didn't come in here. And uh, so she gets home from work and she's like, Matthew, we need to talk. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. You already know. You already know. Yeah. I'm like, God damn it. And like, again, my little brother's looking down for me at the top of the <laughs> stairs, like a cheesy, shit-eating grin, like, you motherfucker. Like, God damn it, dude. Like, you're supposed to be a team together. Like, like you're smarter than this. <laughs> Attempt to not get caught, bro. Fuck. Or, or, or he is that smart, and he knew you would. Well, like, well, no. Once, once, once we didn't live together, I never got caught for anything. Okay. I mean, except for stealing muffins, <clears> apparently. <throat> <laughs> we had a... Somebody dumped a porn collection in my yard. And really? my parents accused me. Well, first they're like, 
your I, porn collection. I, I already believe you, and we'll get into why later. And they so they they come to me like, well, where'd you get all this? I was like, I don't know. What, so they're you're telling me this garbage bag of porn just showed up in the yard. It's like, yeah, it's not mine. And they're like, all right, well, we're throwing it away. And I was like, okay, fine. And we're talking there was like 15 magazines or whatever. They're like, so we're throwing it away. It was just out in the garbage can in the front yard. So of course that night I went out and collected it. So yeah. yeah. So I don't know if somebody purposely was like, hey, we know there's a that kid that lives on the corner. Let's dump these in his yard or what or what the situation was. But hey, that became my porn collection. Nice. Yeah. We actually uh, when we were little, we had moved into this this house, right? And the guy that had lived there before had gotten Playboy. Uh, I guess something went wrong or whatever, and they kept delivering Playboy. So my little brother would volunteer to go get the mail every day. And my mom thought he was just being like this good little boy sure, going to get the no. mail. No, he knew because he knew he was waiting for the day the Playboy would come, and he would leave it in the mailbox. Yeah. And then he would go down later and grab it. <laughs> Smart. And so, because originally my mother had called, would call, call them up and said, oh, we need to cancel this, whatever. My brother immediately picks up the phone after her, calls them back and says, no, don't cancel it. <laughs> but because he was such a little kid, like his voice over the phone sounded like my mother. Okay. Sounded, yeah, no, yeah, I sound, understand. So yeah. it sounded legit. Yep. Uh, yeah. So they just kept coming and he would, that's what he would See, do. See, that's what I thought. I thought as a kid, everybody got Playboy. That's why I was going into people's <laughs> mailboxes. I was like, somebody's got a Playboy. But, um, Let's see. To this day, I only have one porn item. It's really? pirate porn. That's it. Well, pirate porn DVD. Oh, really? Yeah. That was like the best-selling porn of all time. Yeah, I know. I have it. I've never seen it. It's quite interesting. Lit candles in orifices and yeah, it's weird. That sounds dangerous. But it's pirates, so I love it. Pirate porn. I have affinity for pirates. Anything pirate. So okay. Yeah. Actually, I don't. I don't think I own any porn anymore. Right. I just stream With the, the internet. Shit. Yeah. yeah exactly. who, fuck, who fuck owns that? Yeah. Shit well, anymore? I took one, mine from my boy Manny. I was like, "You have pirate porn. Like, I'm taking this." So, <laughs> yeah, that was it. How's Manny doing? He's good. Uh, he just had his birthday, so he's he's all right. I mean, last time I saw him, well, one of the last three times I hung out with him, it was Tina Turner was still here. Oh really? And uh, well, you Tina kinda, Turner left. Oh, yeah, she moved to Colorado. She's, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Good for her. Yeah, she, I think she needed it. She's, uh, from what I can tell, she's doing great up there. So, Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. yeah. So she's working at a resort or bar or whatever. But um, I think you were, th- no, you were there when we went to um, Brew at the Zoo. The Brew at the Zoo. Oh, yeah, yeah. And afterwards, where he's like, oh, I'm going to ride with Tina in the yeah, car God, back to yeah. Cutler or to Sandbar. And it was like, oh. no, Manny, you don't want to do that. And when they came back, like, they were both ready to kill each other that oh, yeah, night. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so uh, this is what it was. Uh, Cause, she, cause she was drunk and showing her tits. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I remember. Well, I yeah. kept trying to stop her, like tackling her at uh, Brew at the Zoo. Cause I remember, I remember telling you why. Let her. She's an adult. Yeah, but we're gonna get She's, kicked out. No, that we're was, not. I just didn't want to get kicked. I wanted to keep drinking. Whatever. But I mean, uh, in all fairness, she had really nice tits. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, fact, I even, I even told her. Cause I, I was like, Tina, show my wife your tits real quick. <laughs> Amy, look at these tits. They're really nice. They're nice. And yeah. I remember Amy was like, Oh wow, those are really nice. <laughs> But then, uh, but then Manny was there, and Manny was like, I could see the look in his face. He was like, I'm gonna tag this. Yeah, and, uh, I think that's what he thought. But yeah. that's not gonna happen with Tina Turner. She, no. she, she is a uh, a sloppy drunk, but she is definitely not easy. Okay, well, not whatever. She doesn't want to. She's not fucking going to. Sure. You can't. It's not like you're gonna like woo her. Right. No. Yeah. No. I've only known her to have one person in mind. You know that she was hooking up with and. So, I mean, good for her on that. But, but I, 90, like, I'm 99.9% sure that Manny was like, he really did. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride back with her. Yeah. Because he's like a little car I'm gonna, action. I'm, I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get a little lucky. And I remember thinking, like, shit is not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he walked away, like, from the Uber with the rest of us, we're like, one, 
Tina Turner's drunk as shit. I would not be riding in a car no. with that bitch driving. Second, uh, you're not getting lucky, bro. No. It is not worth the risk. Right. <laughs> no. And it was so funny because then when they walk in the bar, he was like, why the fuck did you let me I ride know. with her? And, and I was I like, told, I fucking explicitly told, we all told you. Do and not. Then, and then Tina walks in, <laughs> that fucking weirdo. Da, 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 like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck did you guys like? So I stepped away to grab beer. How do we get, how do we get from free porn on the lawn to Tina Turner? We I were missed something. Yeah, how did you, that usually? We were usually, I go and grab beer all the time. I slide right back in. I, I can kind of get right. where we're going. Well, I don't know how you get from porn. He to asked about my boy. Oh, porn. Oh, oh, back to the porn. I we were saying that like like no no one really goes out and buys porn that often anymore with the internet. No. So I was mentioning that the one porn item I currently have is a pirate porn, and it's a DVD. Excuse me, sorry. And uh, so it doesn't sound hot, but it does sound interesting. Oh, it's actually great. It, for a long time, it was the it is the, was the highest selling. It actually was the first porn to ever have over a million dollars in CGI effects. Yeah. It's like a whole Pirates of the Caribbean. It was like the highest production porn of all time. Like, yeah. You didn't hear about this? No. It was like the it's like the yeah. greatest selling porn of all time. Like, yeah. It's like famous thing. Like right. So I was just saying I have an affinity for pirates. I love everything pirates. So I was saying I got it from my boy Manny. Manny came up in con- conversation and then was saying, you know, one of the last real nights I hung out with Manny was the Sprue at the Zoo and Tina Turner. And, yeah, so that was the chain of events that got us to there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Porn, You've never heard beer. Of the it came out, like, right around the time the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie did. I never watched so it anything was... specifically. I, I, I mean, I, if you want to, like, check out my porn history, I'm looking for, like, right. specific shit I, like, I'm in the mood for. I don't want, like, a story. Right. Yeah, well, that's what this is. It, it, yeah, like, was, I think that's what Manny had. Like, like, is it actually, like, a good movie on its own? I don't know. It's, Cheesy. I mean, it's has like, a full it, story. Like, is it like, worth a watch? Like, like it's a total ripoff of Pirates. Of well, Caribbean. obviously. I mean, but, but doesn't mean it can't be fun to watch. I think it's funny to watch. I think you should. I mean, because <clears throat> Captain Stignetti or whatever. It's there's some classic scenes to it. It's just I would watch it. I'll bring it to you next time. Um, but I think that's what Manny had was a collection of like weird movie porn because he had like Snatch Adams, <laughs> you know, instead of Patch <laughs> Adams, like. <laughs> Why are we so, laughing? Is it an obvious I, thing, though? I, 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 feel like that's, I feel like that's tranny porn. And it was, well, no, no, no. I mean, it was just a total ripoff of, you know, Robin Williams, Patch Adams. It was like hospital porn. So that nose know. was in an ass, like, yeah, 15 yeah, minutes of that movie. Without a doubt. So <laughs> so I think that's just Manny had movie porn, so. But but you 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 got this movie for free. Like, something like dumped mm. it on your lawn? Mm-mm-mm-mm. This is my current friend Manny. My no, current friend Manny. No, the porn collection that I accumulated as a child <clears throat> was uh, dumped in my yard. Oh, and, okay. the, and then my parents told me about it. They were like, we found this porn collection. It's yours, right? And I was like, no, I wouldn't throw my porn away. And they're like, well. <laughs> well I like how pragmatic you are. It's in the garbage. We're throwing it away. And I was like, okay, fine. And, of course, I just went and snagged it out is the point. Like, so now I had this whole never new tell, porn collection. Never tell the kid where you put it. And that was exactly so. No, yeah. I, I just I just I just thought it was funny because the first like first like VHS porn I ever had, um, I found I was uh, I went I went to uh, West, Westminster Christian. I don't know if you, if you know anyone from there, but no, no. Really, everyone always knows at least one. No, like you knew one at least because yeah. you were tagging his sister. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Paige. And if you don't now, yeah. n- now you know. If you I was, I was. She was actually, uh, she was my first girlfriend. Was, <coughs> yeah, she was my uh, high school sweetheart deal. Yeah, so it's weird that you don't know at least one person. That was the, that was the, 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 John Deere letter I got when I was in uh, Paris Island. Oh, so hmm. it, it hurts at first, but then later you realize it's, it's almost kind of mandatory. Like it was, you have it to was, get them. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it was, it, yeah, it sucked at first, but it, it was absolutely for the fucking best. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But yeah, so the first VHS I ever got was um, 
<clears throat> so I'm walking home from Westminster. We lived on 77th and 104th. And I'm walking home because my, my mother was the shrink there, which we'll play in later, by the way. Um, <clears throat> so she was our, our high school shrink. I think middle school, whatever. Um, so I'm walking home, and I see something just sort of like sticking out in a bush. And I pick it up, and the, 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 the sticker's like torn off. So I can't really see what it is. But I'm intrigued. So obviously, I, I'm going to take this home. I take it home. Fun fact, six mo- about, I was about 12 or 13, about six months before then, um, I, I was forced to go to church till like, like 18. So I, I've got a, a lot of that shit still in my head. But <clears throat> I remember hearing a sermon about uh, God gives you what you want and the devil tempts you with what you want. I'm like, all right, sounds like you guys are like, you know, doing cross-marketing here. Yep. So I literally said, I literally broke down because I had a TV and cable in my own room. And I, I remember saying, all right, well, how about I put my soul up for grabs? Like, you know, bid, get it, whatever. Whoever unscrambles fucking channel 63 or right. 66, like, <laughs> I just want to see unscrambled boob. I'm there 13, it's all I want to fucking see. Um, no reply from God or Satan, so no dibs in my soul. The tape I found, I bring it home. The first, like, 30 minutes are scrambled. It's been there a couple days, might have been rained on a bit, but everything that was, like, you know, wound inside uh, was still good. And it's, oh, yeah. This is everything you want to see at 13. It's literally like, like everything. And it's like two hours long. Mind you, nobody left like a card. So I still to this day do not know who to give my soul to. Somebody answered my prayer. I just don't know who. So then I realized, okay, God and Satan, not really a big deal. That's got, so like, yeah. You base this on a porn that you yes, found. That right. I dropped on my knees and I asked for. Well, I asked for the unscrambling, but I would have also been happy to give whoever for that. Like, right. I feel like you didn't, actually you didn't give me what I asked for. You did better. There you go. Um, so I, <clears throat> like Matt, I had, this, I, had this, I had this thing hidden so fucking well. It was, um, it was like one AC unit that you can barely get to in my old room that you wouldn't, you might not even see, like, if you first walk in the room because there's a bookshelf there. Like, it's, like, it's exposed, but I sort of moved it so you wouldn't even look that direction. I've unscrewed this thing. I had cut out, um, what is that, I don't know, that gray venting like, like, what is that material? Do you know? The, like just the, the AC ducting? Yeah. I'd cut it out so this tape fit perfectly in there. Wow, you and really... Screw, and screw it back in. Um, yeah, because this, this is my little thing. I, like, I was, nobody was going to get this from me. And for, like, for a good while, I don't know how long, but for, for a good while, I would wait till like, nobody was home <clears throat> and watch it, enjoy myself, move on. Uh, one day, my mother had, like, changed her schedule. So I had enjoyed this thing earlier in the day and then um i hear her come home so like, hey i'm home um I, I have some things to watch for my work i go okay suddenly i realize oh shit i left something in there so i'm oh. diving back to like the family room because honestly that was the most comfortable place to jerk off um so, so <laughs> it was they had wonderful sofas um so i'm diving back to this room and i go can i help she goes whoa what's wrong now she knows I have never offered to help in my entire fucking life. <laughs> so she knows something, something is up. I go, no, I just, I just, I just want to help. And I've, I've managed to hit eject. So like, I feel like I'm halfway there. I feel yeah. like I'm halfway there. I'm not. So like, I, I've got my hand on it. She goes, should we put it in, put it in and press play? I go. should have just ripped it. You should have just pulled tape out. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> I should have just bolted. I should have just went down the street, um, let them, you know, um, put out, you know, an APB for me. I'd rather deal with that shit than her finding that. So I'm like, yeah, so she's like, so, we, so should we put it back in and press play? I'm like, I know the answer she, she wants to hear. I know what's going to happen. But just as a fucking Hail Mary, 
no. <laughs> no is the wrong answer. So, so I put this, so I push this thing in and she goes, have a seat. I'm like, ah, oh, here we go. Here we go. Again, 12, 13. Um, I have just started what I've heard is called puberty. Um, <clears throat> I have just started coming into my own, literally. So, <laughs> and then this, ha- and then this happens. So she puts it in and of course it's some girl getting railed in the ass on the mm-hmm. beach. I think before then, some like well, it was like two girls and a guy, and then I think the girl like blew him for a minute, and then went went in this girl's ass. And I've tried to get up like four or five times. I've tried to get up from the seat, and my mother like takes a hand on my chest. No, 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 no. It's like the fake seat belt. Yeah, it's like, like I can't go. I mean, physically, yeah, I probably could have taken her, but the shame, the shame is just draining all the manhood that I just earned out of me. So like, I'm just like, like you needed to go take a shower to wash the shame off. Uh, I didn't even know that's protocol. Like I. I, I <laughs> gotten that far yet when you watch porn with your mom i think that's protocol yeah, that, that shower shower yeah. <clears throat> yeah so so watching this and finally i go i can't take this i don't know what to do to make it stop she goes all right fine so she stops it and then uh like sort of like sits me down she's like do you know why all that's wrong i'm like yeah but please explain i actually don't know what's wrong with it, it to this day I, I don't know what's wrong with it but she's just telling me that you know women are being um used and blah blah, blah. Um. And then she's like, 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 sits me down and she goes, son, women don't take it in the ass on the beach. And to, I would love so bad to go back in time just to that moment so I can say, mom, where do they? Like, where did that happen? <laughs> I want to go back and like relive that moment. It's a moment that has like burned in my brain. Sure. Like, I want to redo you that moment. I wish you had said this yeah. at that time. Yes. That These women are being used. Really? I'm pretty sure they got a paycheck. Like, I could have beaten her fucking point to point to point. I lost that round, though. Yeah. <laughs> and to this day, I cannot finish having sex until my mother leaves the room. Whoa. <laughs> oh, uh, I've actually done that bit on stage a couple times. I do it in drag because it, yeah. it, it makes it even funnier. I was curious. I, why the drag thing, though? Oh, that was... Like, um, that what, was... Did you lose a bet? No. Oh. First of all, have you seen me? I look fucking great. Well, you're a little hairy for my type, but... Well, yeah, but like... Okay, I've had women tell me... I don't... On one hand, I want to say, where'd you get those bottoms? On the other hand, I want to take them off. Like, I've gotten so many compliments on this accidental thing I did not mean to do. But uh, just to answer your question, uh, it was a couple years ago. It was a friend I'd known for like, well, like half her life. So she was 28, 14 years. Uh, she's a um, belly dancer, but she also does like, um, uh, sets up all, all, all these comedy nights. Um, she just moved to Tampa. And she um, set up what was called. Uh, it was um, uh, stand up and stripper or stand up and dancing or something. It was basically mostly stand up guys, but then then there was like a couple burlesque. Dancers so like a variety that, show, yeah, yeah, kind, yeah, kind of. But it was also at a strip club. Sure. So, uh, which is a, in theory is a great idea. Um, in practice, it's a bit hard because you know some people are there to get hard, and you're like, no, 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 no this right. is laughing now. We're laughing now. <laughs> um, but it's a friend of mine and I known for years, and she is a belly dancer, amazing dancer, fantastic body. Good, good, good looking person, great dancer, wishes she was funnier. I'm funny as fuck, as we've all heard. I, I'm aware of this. I've done stand-up on and off. I did it in uh, or, or, Orlando for two years. I did a couple of open mics in Indiana. I've never committed myself, and, and, and I might. I, I'm getting, I'm, I'm killing tonight, so. You, yeah, yeah, <laughs> murder, oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I just thought it'd be funny. Like, I told him, like, isn't it cool that you do, um, like, and, oh, and she'll go up and do stand-up. She thinks she's tar- terrible. She's actually not bad. But I thought it'd be funny, since she's putting this on, and it's been going for a couple of months, and she's asked me to host. So I happened to be flying in. I flew to Miami and then went to Tampa, Tampa for this thing. And, um, <clears throat> and I was like, wouldn't it be funny, since this is like, you know, 
dancing and and stand up, why don't I just like you know go and get some lingerie and I'll host in that? She's like, yeah, 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 that'd be funny. So that's kind of how that started. It was just a joke. Um, my routine does involve dancing. Okay. Um, in heels? Can you do that in heels? No. Oh, okay. No, God, I was gonna no. say. Uh, there, there is actual video of this. Gao took it. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Um, and it's funny. Um, I, I thought it was horrible. I had to get really fucking drunk because th- the story <laughs> itself is one thing. To like strip down in front of actual strippers, totally different fucking thing. By the way, I got mad props from every girl there. All my female friends online commented and said, you need to be lighter on your feet. <laughs> 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 like, you guys are way overthinking this. But like, um, oh, but before then, that actually happened. I was like, well, I can probably get like some good promo stuff. So while I was going out and um, I, uh, I was living out about two hours outside of Chicago, one three day weekend, I just went in and I just like went to all these um, like women's lingerie clothing stores and I got like all this advice and uh, a drag queen offered by my hair, um, <clears throat> and I was like, just like, I'm like, if I'm gonna do this, let me just like look somewhat good, like make sure everything matches. Right. Um, apparently, I have great legs, and it was I had this weird, one weird moment where I'm trying out like, like the stockings and got the underwear on. I'm pulling up the stockings. And the girl, the, the girl who's helping me, mind you, I can't do it in the dressing room because they have a rule where guys can't go in the dressing room. Like, what if it's just me? That's, that's the rule, sorry. Right. So I'm pulling this shit up, and she goes, you kind of look like a pinup girl. I'm like, it's not on purpose. <laughs> There's no manly way to do this. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's where that that's came from. That's how it came about. And I, oh, oh, and there's um, a guy that I met in Indiana who's a photographer. And so like, I actually like, got a bottle of whiskey, and we did like a whole like, thing just for promo, promo pictures for her. Um, I've gotten good and bad results, like like good because there's just a lot of comments and you remembered, so sure. like it's yeah, stuck, yeah. stuck in your brain. I got a couple guys from high school. Hey, dude, bro, you look so good. And <laughs> as a girl, I gotta be honest with you, I like my dudes uh, looking like dudes. I'm like, that's cool. First point, didn't know you were gay from high school. Right. Now I know. Yep. Second point, um, I like my dudes, not dudes. So you know, to, to each their own. It's fine. Krebs He's, actually has a, a gay stalker right now. And it was funny because he was same guy. Oh, really? Solid he was showing guy. me. He was showing me the text messages, and it's funny. You just scroll back, like I don't know, like a, a, good, a good, yeah, like forever and forever and ever. Krebs has not <laughs> responded to this guy, but he keeps texting him over and over and over and over. I think it had to be at least six, seven months worth of text oh messages. Dude, just keeps messaging least, him. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and Krebs does not respond. Not even a nothing. Just and nothing negative. Like I don't mind the attention. I. I almost responded, dude. Yeah, um, keep tuning in. Thank you. Like, I, right. I, but like, I also don't want to encourage you because at this point, you haven't figured it out. You not anything right. I do is right. just gonna encourage you. Yeah, I'm oh, always the, looking. The, the, the last one was he's listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! no. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, how you doing, <laughs> I <got> man? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to catch the other day. I mean, we talked about it, but uh, when you guys texted me and I got the text from Kreps and I didn't have his number stored, I was like, oh. Let's see where this leads. Like, yo, what's up? I was just gonna. No, you know, we're bad for you. Yeah, I was gonna roll with it. I was, at some point, I was gonna solicit titty pics. You know, I'd be like, hey, oh, did I just pull? You're all right. All right, yeah. we're still. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Pull on your cords there. Um, but yeah, so I mean, unsolicited attention, solicited attention, whatever. I mean, as long as you're having fun with it. But I thought, I mean, I could never do that. I don't have the balls to get up on stage and actually balls are a bit of a well that i was gonna that's where i kind of pause there i was like wait i don't have the balls but maybe that's why i did yeah uh well but. that and that's when i learned uh from a girl of victoria's secret girl in like, downtown chicago um i'm like i, I, I told her I'm like i don't know a nice way of saying this but parts of me are popping out she goes here and she throws me like three more pair that like all sort of like cover like the entire area but i had to spend like three times more just to cover that she's like <laughs> she's like this isn't made for you i'm like i'm aware and so i'm willing to spend more like I, I, that's fine i just don't want to pop out on stage right 
<coughs> have you ever done anything on stage, Mike? Yeah, well, for the fraternity back in the day, we did. Uh, we had to do like a lip sync and all that. So we did. Uh, oh, baby, baby, you ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, baby, baby. I can't sing, so I'm not even to try on your podcast. But uh, we did the worst dance. <clears throat> the fraternity, going back to that story, we were not known on campus at the time as being like an alpha type fraternity. They were the geeks of the of everything. Uh, when our wow. class, when I in, went to the right place by accident. <laughs> yeah, well, they didn't have uh, any intramural sports teams when I first started. I didn't know this, but uh, so there was just a lot of stuff. So they had our class, when I got there, but we were horrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we did the have we we did some we won some DeFi E had some tournaments. I mean, we had some good times. But again, like I said, they didn't have any intramural sports teams when I, I first started. But uh, it, it wasn't very uh, an outgoing fraternity. Um, so for homecoming, the I think the slogan was "See the paw, feel the claw." Was there? Sounds familiar. Yeah, it was for that year. So we did this really horrible like lip sync or whatever, and there was five of us that are were the most unfit. In fact, we tried to find people that did not have ideal body types. <laughs> And the very first thing we did was, uh, like, we do this stupid Macarena move, and we ripped off our pants, and now we're down to, like, these tiny, like, heart-shaped silk boxers. So it was kind of, it was radical for the fraternity at the time, because, like, here's these five, like, unfit, you know, it, it just wasn't expected from our fraternity. Yeah. So at the very end, they they hold up a banner at the very end of our performance that says, you know, see the paw, feel the claw. And then we pull off our boxers and we threw them into the crowd. And like, it ended up landing in like all of the judges food and everything. <laughs> and then like, We scampered off the back, you know, Probably and without any clothes on technically, but Probably we were all wearing like, we were actually all wearing little like black G strings underneath. You couldn't tell, but so that was my stage performance. That was, hmm. that was about it. Maybe a little karaoke every once in a while and you get really drunk, but I think that's it, stage-wise. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty comparable to like oh, to like, to dressing like, in drag. Well, no, just I would just rather take my even, clothes even, off. Even, than even just getting up to do stand up. Yeah, but stand up. Shame, I don't. Like, I, I guess. Shit. Yeah. Just just to get up and do stand up alone, or like I haven't done stand up, but like playing music. Uh, I mean, the cover band was whatever. I didn't give a fuck about. It. Like it was, it was fun. That, that wasn't fun, stressful. Fun was your goal, though. But like any of the original bands I played in, like it is so scary to get up there because. It's people don't you don't know if they're gonna like it or not, you mm -hmm. know. And that crowd reaction, like when you're on stage, it it either destroys you or it wins you over. Like some of our best shows are when we got the best crowd reactions because you put more into it. Sure. And if you get that feedback Feed off of it, yeah. yeah. And if the crowd doesn't react and there's nothing there, then you're kind of like, okay, they're getting ready to throw shit at me. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, I get that. Are you gonna do any more creps? Do I mean, stand up. Yeah. When um yeah um I'm at, I mean I'll just say it right now um I've been sort of like testing some of the things that uh, like I, I've written recently in the past couple of years uh just just on here like just just to see how it goes because um I do better when I either know a bunch of people in the crowd or I've said the material to a lot of people that actually know me so they can actually just be honest like sure. yeah 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 you're great no I don't want, I'm not interested in that I want to I want to hear if this is good or bad or not so it's actually like 25 percent of my like like drive behind doing this was to have normal conversations that I know the people who know me and will just tell me straight up was it good was it bad it's work and I can get it out for the first time so yeah, right but yeah actually that, that is a goal God. it's funny because one thing I've noticed anybody who does any kind of if you create anything like any kind of art or anything <clears throat> you are always always does not matter who you are you are always self-fucking conscious about it 
I think that's why I don't do any. Like I am very self conscious about a lot of stuff, and, and especially that you know you know being vulnerable like that to judgment. But I'm also just not good at it. So I but I don't do anything art. No I can't is. do any music. No, I no can't one is when we start paint. out. I can't You're not sing. To be you know, there's. I don't have that artistic. I'm very logical. Just an ABC. You know, write so things I, on paper. So am I, but I, I can write music. But you have some kind of music skills. Like you have at least an ear that can hear music. Me, no, I don't. I, 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 really, I don't have perfect pitch. I don't have a perfect ear. I can't hear sh- like I can't hear shit and go play it. Well, he, I take I take that back. I'm, he I'm a guitar. Has more than we do, but he's very humble. Right, I believe. I, I'm, I'm a guitar. I, I can I can do some things. But yeah. uh, well, is that why you have all the chords and everything written on the wall? Is because no, you don't no, no, just no. Bite. That, that is uh, from we used to the last cover band I was in practice in this room. So uh, what would happen is they're like, hey, let's play this song, and then I would look up the chords, I'd write them down, and then we'd play it. Okay, and that's what the, those list of songs. Well, right I there figured are. that was, but but that's why I guess what I was getting at is that. I, like some people just have that ear where they can just hear I, it and play it. So that's not you, really. Sometimes I, I can finagle it, but just I mean, you sit down and you have a uh, uh, whatever. You can, I can hear the key and I can go from there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I can't just like sit down and listen to it. I'm not like a fucking prodigy or anything like that. No, but you're a bull. You can jump in and you can work with what you got right. in that moment. Like even if it's like great, you'll make it work for the moment. Like that's what you do. Yeah. I feel like out of the three of us that. Matt, you have the most I don't give a fuck attitude towards like self judgment from others. Like I think Robert, I think I can get that from you that you have like the like nervousness. Like when you started talking about your own performance, I could tell you started getting nervous about it. Like, no. oh really? I no, felt like I you just, were. I just talked really high and fast. Well, I don't um, know. I don't know. I thought from oh, my no. poker tells, I was like, I think oh, he's getting oh, no. nervous I about it. Not a, oh. And me, I'm super just. Oh, a, not at all. Yeah. No, um, I could. I could almost not speak until I was like 13 or 14 and I couldn't type and my handwriting is fucking shit. Um, I think I left a sheet of paper here, Matt, and you, yeah. and you probably tried to read it. That doesn't matter if I'm drunk or sober. You can't read it. I can't read it three months later. So and he, and he, and he, One, he wrote it drunk and two, he wrote it in cursive. So it looks like a bunch of fucking scribbles from a two-year-old. Right. <laughs> Who still like writes cursive? I can yeah. stick a pen. Yeah, in my head. You know what's funny when he wrote that? I was thinking that I was like, who the fuck still writes in cursive? Yeah, no, not at all. I don't. Um, I do it because um, I need a flow uh, to the to the way I talk. I'm I'm very much someone who needs um, uh, I'm very much built on synergy. So I need to, I need to keep going somewhere. I can't just stop. Mm-hmm. Like like manu- like 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 manual. You stop too much. Right. I'm aware of how bad and my manual is actually better. Like you know, not non cursive is actually better. But in terms of writing. I have to do it cursive because it just flows better. Uh, and if you're not writing for someone else, I mean, who cares? Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, I'm writing for me that day because right. th- three weeks later, I can't read it. But um, <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I had a good joke once. I wrote it down. No, but, but um, like, like being on stage, nervous? God, no. Um, really? Because right. I couldn't speak. I could barely speak until I was 13. It's also why I've got a really good vocabulary. Not because I'm necessarily smart. It's because I had a horrible stammer to the point I couldn't say words. Like, I'll tell you, when I was 13, 14, I could not say electric guitar. I could not say it. It would just get stuck in like the back of my mouth. I would just go eh, 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 forever. So I had to learn eight different ways to say that one fucking word. So every time I spoke to anybody, when I had to speak to them, it was a, it was a performance. It was nerve wracking. Um, only time I've ever really come back was uh, in basic. Cause my like, shit, I feel like this matters. I would love to go back to me in, uh, at 25 in basic. And be like this doesn't matter. They don't care. You don't need, you don't need, you don't need to freak out. But um, yeah. So beyond stage, no, that doesn't bother me at all. It's it's fun. I can, I can like, I do care about what's going on, but not in that moment. Um, I've had my friend Vic, who I think you met, Matt. No, yeah. tall, tall, skinny Cuban kid, great kid. I would bring him to all of my shows in Orlando because I'm not aware of what people are saying or doing or, or if they're laughing at the time. 
because I'm in a great fucking moment. I don't give a shit what you think about what I'm doing. I'm going to do it regardless. And then afterwards, I, I, I get off and go, oh, how'd I do it? It's like, yeah, dude, you did great. You didn't notice? No, right. not at all. <laughs> so no, I, I'm, I, I, no I, I don't, don't, don't really get nervous, but I do appreciate the crowd and appreciate their input. So I am aware of it, but emotionally it doesn't bother me. Dude, like, so when, when I did Until They Turn Red, uh, which is the original metal band I was in, dude, the first couple shows we played, I was fucking terrified. Like, so fucking nervous, and I was, like, I didn't move on stage. Just I did stationary, not Because I was just like, I can't screw this up. I can't screw this up. I can't screw this up. I screwed it up. <laughs> right. Yeah, I screwed it up. <laughs> but nobody notices. I mean, I've been there. You I guys are great. They, 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 they didn't notice. Right. Uh, I mean, and after a couple shows, I start getting in the groove, and then I realize that, like, they don't fucking know I screwed up. They have no idea. The only people that know are the other people in the band, and they, they don't give a shit because they're, they're doing their thing, too. I go, fuck this. Right. And then it just, I don't know. And then, and then somehow people started liking us, and we started having people show up to our shows. and like People still wear your shirt today. Yeah, me, Victoria me and, sent me a picture of her boyfriend, wearing your, wear, her boyfriend wearing your fucking shirt still. Yeah, I know. She kept it. And then like me and Jason Brown got recognized at a Starbucks. Like, <coughs> oh, you guys are in that red band. Like, Close. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's hey, us. Hey, Close hey. enough, man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that counts as local celebrity for me. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Dunsies. That's... So you're going to play again? You going back to another band? Uh, I mean, you still got the whole setup in here. Oh, no, that's I, new. Yeah, oh, actually. Oh, okay. I, I bought the drum kit uh, like two <clears throat> months ago, I think, two, three months ago. Uh, my I, brother had his kit here, and then I had gotten bored with my guitar, so I started to teach myself how to play drums. And then my brother started a band and picked up his drum kit. So uh, he took your new learning tool away. Yeah, so I was like, fuck. So I went and bought a kit, and I've been teaching myself. Your brother has a kid? Kit. Kit. Oh, kit. Okay, yeah, sorry. Okay, I was about yeah. to say. Okay. Yeah. Which, yeah. So, <laughs> I uh, I would not consider myself a drummer yet. Okay. Uh, I can keep time. I do a couple fills. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm I'm. I'm yeah. But but back to that question. So, planning on joining another band anytime soon? Uh, I don't know. I'd like to. Have you met Matt? Yeah. He doesn't make plans. He's an opportunist. Well, I think if a good like you know thing started, he would happily jump on. But. He's also going to like stay fresh with all this to be ready to do it. So it's like yes and no. The only thing I haven't really picked up in a long, long time is the bass. But, I mean. That's not really an instrument. Any idiot can learn, learn that. <laughs> love, you, love you, Jason. All the musicians listening to this like, what? Love you, Jason Brown. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, whatever. I, st- I still pick up the guitar and, and, and I make sure I, I, don't, I don't suck anymore. <laughs> I, just, I just maintain for that. I haven't really developed any new skills for the guitar in a long time but uh the drums actually is... um on my instagram uh when J- jason brown was here i recorded about like 10 15 seconds of just them fucking around it's good it's actually pretty good nah, it's whatever okay layman over here to the layman it, it's, it's good whatever. it was fun like i mean we were in time so that's a win <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. for the I most part i can't do that so i mean yeah uh, speaking of brown how's he doing fatherhood nah yeah, he's yeah. Got, he's, they're gonna have a baby shower for the number two. Right. Uh, I just saw Mama Papa Costa actually, like two nights ago, um, and she's having. Well, I hope this is yeah. common knowledge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cats out of the back. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey-o. So, uh, yeah. Did you get invited to that baby shower? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was I, when it was weird because uh, so Nikki texted me probably like a I don't know like a week week and a half ago, and she was like, "Give me your email." 
And okay. I don't know if yeah, you, I don't know if you know Nikki that well. That, yeah, yeah, I know Nikki. I hadn't talked to her in like probably six or seven months. So just a text out of the blue, like, yeah, okay, here, here's my email, Nikki. Right. <laughs> well, when I saw their mom at the at one of the restaurants, she was like, "Yeah, baby shower," and I was like, "Okay." And I just nod in my head. I'm not going to tell her no, but I'm like, "What? I don't want to go with a baby shower." And but if you're going trout, and other guys. Oh yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to go. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to try to make Jason Brown's, uh, but. The time on theirs is so is Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the time the time on theirs is, is like it's like two to five, and I work that day, and I don't get out till. Hope I'm scheduled till five. I may work later. I may have to work later. If not, whatever. I'll probably go by later and see if there's still food and shit. Yeah. But but yeah, congratulations on babies. Yeah. Yeah. But it was funny though. So Nikki texted me. And I texted her back. I'm like, what do you need my email for? Like I sent it to her. I sent it to her. I'm like, what do you need my? It, it what are you took doing you a moment though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing with this? And she's like, oh, you know. Whatever, da, 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 my mom's gonna send you an invitation. I was like, "Is it for a baby shower?" Because I'm not sure how these things work. Right, right. right. But I'd like to buy you some diapers and shit. Like, you know, I was just gonna buy them on Amazon and send them to your house. So sure. That way, whatever. And she's like, "Oh, actually, no. We're coming down. We're having a baby shower down there. My mom's sending you an invite." I'm like, oh, cool. Do you know when that is? I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember. I, okay. They're they're really close. Yeah. To each other. But coming up soon. And speaking, coming up soon, we have that comedy show we're going to. Oh hell yeah! I'm really looking forward to the craps game. I'm not gonna lie. Well, that's why I'm like it's, yes. that's gonna be that's gonna be good. Cause, okay, so just so you guys don't don't know, we're going to see Jim Jeffries, and you yes. can suck it. That's right. At Hard Rock, so we get to get a little bit of gambling in there. Get to go see a comedy show. Get some drink on. I think what I'm gonna have to do before we go is uh, pull out a limited amount of cash. Yeah, and or, leave or pre- your debit card. Oh uh, yeah, leave the yeah. like leave the debit card somewhere and just show up with a predetermined amount of cash that I can just burn. Sure. And and then spend it all on craps. Hopefully, hopefully we just hit like I did. I mean, I because like I was telling you earlier, came back from New Orleans, got to see, uh, went to see the Bucks play the Saints. That was an awesome game. Stadium is amazing. I mean, the dome. It's not like being here in Miami. They have a culture there that is so beyond our transient population. Yeah, that just comes in from everywhere. Transient is that right? Yeah, transient. Um, yeah, but um, it's a transient city. Yeah, That's... yeah. But uh, the craps, like I slayed it. Like it was so nice. I mean. Hopefully you and I can replicate that that night. I'm really oh, that'd excited be, that'd about be the that. Shit. Yeah, come home with a bunch of money in our pocket. If I walk out of there with five dollars more than I spent, or, or that I showed that's up with, win. that's I a win. That's a winning night. Win. Yeah. That's a winning the night. Casino doesn't like it when you do that. <laughs> so, five bucks is my goal. Five bucks. I think we can do that. We're gonna place one bet. Then, if that's the case, we're just gonna be like, bam! Once you win that five dollars, no, no, no. I'm gonna keep going. Okay, all right. You know the. the if I if I go up if I go up however much whatever as long as at the end of it when I walk away I got five dollars more. Fair enough. Good deal. That's that's the rule. All right. It'll be a successful night. Well, you're going to be successful then. We're going to win. Yeah. I think uh, I'm going to see if the hotel's open. I think I might get a room for the night there. Yeah. That way I don't have to drive back and I can get blasted. There you go. That new casino there. That they're built. Not new casino. They're the building new that new hotel. Yeah. yeah have you seen it? The guitar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be neat. But that's such just like myself being in the construction. Like I see like like the tip of the guitar. I'm like, what a waste of space yeah a space and money i mean that it's costing them to build that but on the other hand it's an icon it's a thing. casino and they have so much money anyway like well it's, it's like a, the icon thing they gotta have it like it, yeah it, it's gonna be a, a symbol thing like it's yep. status like i think eventually once that hotel gets done that craps live craps will be a game there for anybody really? doesn't know yeah i think so like right now you know the legality is they can't have some people throwing the dice, throwing the dice so yeah, it's so just in that bubble, bubble. yeah I think eventually they get, they'll get it. 
That'll be dangerous. I love that game. It's so it's, no, it is extremely addictive. And I, you've I've, never actually thrown the dice, though. No, I have yeah, not. No, so I have that's not. A different feeling. Everybody it's, has their own little routine, like how they set the dice up and throw them. My friend Steve, he, he has this really. He'll set the dice. He likes to. I think he puts them on sixes. Like he he lines them up and he takes a little bit because I don't think he realizes that on opposite side the dice the opposite side of the dice always totals seven. So six is on the top, one is on the bottom, four yeah. on the side, three. So. He like takes forever to find the two sixes, and once he finally takes the two sixes, he lines them up. Then he picks them up in his hand, and in, like some people will like press them together so when they throw them, they kind of rotate at the same speed, and they're yeah. just trying to stay together. Well, Steve, he spends like 15, 20 seconds setting the dice up, and then he picks them up in his hand, and he shakes them vigorously, and then, <laughs> then he throws them. And I'm like, what, what, what was the point do? of that? Yeah, exactly. And he gets good so ritual, hyperactive. The very first time that he actually threw the dice, I was telling the dealers, I was like, you might want to step back. I've never seen this guy throw dice, and he's super amped up about it. And literally, he threw a line drive like 15 feet off the table. Uh, it didn't even hit. It, like He just launched it clear over the table. So it is a little weird at first throwing. Um, like I said, everybody has their thing, and Steve, if you can hear this, do not set the dice and then throw, scramble them up and throw them. What are you, what are you doing? It makes no sense. It doesn't. So, it doesn't. But you ever yeah. play craps, craps? No. Craps, craps. Yeah, no. No, but I, but I, uh, I assume line drive is not a term you should be using when throwing. <laughs> 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 I'm just guessing. Here. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, they, they definitely uh, don't go together. No. They don't like it when you throw the dice off the table. And then it's a, it's a bad omen. Like, uh, there's a lot of superstition when you're playing craps, and the one thing is if the dice go off the table, you just fully expect that the very next roll, everybody's going to lose. Mm. It's just like one of those superstitions. So, of course, him, Steve throwing the dice off the table, the very first roll, you're like, this isn't going to go good. That's when I would line my bets. I don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> bop, 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 bop. Hit it, bitch. Yeah. And he actually did well. And it's so. not even really a thing. It's like, yeah, if it goes off the table, they only care if the next throw is bad. Right. Right. They don't remember it if it, you know, the next sure, is fine. Sure. Yeah. And everybody, I mean, the superstition of it, the setting the dice, I mean, there's been entire studies on it where maybe you can get like a point zero 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 five percent extra, like maybe not roll a seven. I mean, the, the house doesn't care about that. They're getting your money. They're getting somebody's money. Yeah, those casinos are not built off losing, you know, they're taking plenty of money. No, I uh, only gambling I ever did was I went to Mikasuki and like put in twenty bucks somewhere, and I went fifty. I'm like, I'm gonna there tap out go. now. No, I'm good. No, yeah, I don't need to do this if anymore. That's the I've only got enough gambling, vices. If that's the only gambling you've done, you were the most successful gambler in <laughs> <Probably>. history. Like, <laughs> like, your win rate is off the charts. If I were like ridiculously wealthy, I would totally get into that because I've heard all these stories about like Charles Barkley will drop like two million. He's like, yeah, right. I have a problem. I can afford it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind being that guy. You know? I told you what I did in Vegas, right? I didn't gamble like the whole time I was in Vegas. No, but your other well, stories. You were stationed. Are, your there, other right? stories. No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. I, I was there. I was there for Nellis, right? Yeah, Nellis Air Force Base yeah. for uh, Operation Red Flag. We went on a training deployment there before we went to Iraq. Um, but yeah, so like before we left, finger, I had a finger painting. Just yeah, right. So we had we had a bunch of uh, uh, <coughs> I had a bunch of cash left over from all the per diem and shit. And I took it, and walked down as as we like as we were walking out of the casino, dropped it on black, and they gave you your per diem like straight up, like like it was in the paycheck. Them? Fuck, we had to like do a travel voucher after oh, yeah, yeah, after yeah, it was like, over, but well, the per diem, yeah, but not for the like the hotel and shit and and like the well, that... credit card or whatever the fuck, but okay. the but the rooms were all pre prepaid for, but then like you <clears throat> you got money for uh, food and and housing or whatever the fuck, but uh, 
Yeah, I just I just went and pulled the shit out of the ATM, walked downstairs, <laughs> threw it all on black, rolls, and it goes red. And I was like, <laughs> ah, fuck. And I just walked right out into the van got and went to the airport. <laughs> well, I want to say you're racist, but you put it, you put it on black. It's not your fault. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I really don't remember if I put it on black. I know I put it, I put it on a color. Whatever. It, did it didn't color. come up. Yeah, yeah it did yeah. not come up. So I, I think somebody broke it down for me. Like, if you're doing that, like... Bet on black if it loses, then double down on red. Like there's a whole thing right, that they explained right. to me. Like this sounds really complicated. I like to drink, have fun. I don't yeah. want to think. Yeah, that's way too much involved <laughs> yeah. for me. I'm just gonna pick one and go. And if I lose, I lose. <clears throat> if I win, I'm gonna walk away. That's it. Right. But I've heard there's actually some skill to crabs, only because craps. Craps. Yeah, we go. There, there's that one. there's definitely uh, a technique, and it's easy to learn. Well, because there's um, actually, yeah, this will be fun. One of my shrinks when I was 14. Um. <clears throat> one, also, of, one of one oh. of <laughs> you yeah. did say we'd get back to this yeah yeah you did well, mention well you're, I know your mom like yeah well she, I, she I was, had I've had over twenty shrinks in, in what my the life fuck? like why because I was I was adopted by a shrink she went ooh problem this will be fun I was not fun because I also recognized what she was and I was never, not going to give her whatever the fuck she wanted so it was a constant battle for many many years. But so yeah, I went, to, I went to a lot of shrinks. But one of them, who's actually the only one I ever liked, by the way, he moved. It's the only reason I don't have like a successful shrink story is because the dude left. I love that dude though. Uh, Steve Ensel. I'll say it. I don't care. Love that guy. Because um, <clears throat> he was the only shrink who was like, do you want to be here? Not really. Do you want to hang out? Cool. You told me you're playing guitar, right? Yeah. Bring your guitar in. We'll, we'll fuck around. Like, like it's, it's why I liked him. But he told me he went to Vegas. But he went at like an off hour, like, like really early to play crabs. And he was like, all right. Me and, my, me and my wife would like to do this. We don't know how it works. Can you just like walk us through it? And this guy was like, yeah. Do you want to do do win, win money? Yeah, okay. He wouldn't tell me, tell me how, how much he made. He just told me if you wanted to come back next weekend, he could. <laughs> and lunch that day. Like, so in the off hours, I, I know the money can be made there. If, you've, if you know something, you can make money. And so he told me that. And then he said he came back when it was busy, played like one round. was like, nope, never again. Right. Yeah. We thought we had a foolproof. I went for a bachelor party in Vegas. We thought we had a foolproof plan. They, we had like a $50 free voucher to gamble, and it was only on a one-bet type situation. So the idea was— First time's free, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how they get you at these places. So it's free. So the idea was if you have a $50 voucher, you put it on black, okay? Then you take $25 of your own real money, and you put it on red, okay? So if you lose, hey, you the, if it comes up red— you win $25 and you lose the piece of paper that didn't really didn't count for anything anyway. Mm-hmm. If it comes up black, you win the $50, you lose your $25, so you win $25. So essentially you can you're hedging your bet and you get half of whatever can they I were offering you for free. <laughs> so of course, so the guy's like, "Alright, this is for sure. Let's do this." So he put it and of course what happens? It comes out green. <laughs> The one number on the board. It came out green. And you, oh, like, that is on the board, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> so there's where you're hedging the bet. So, in fact, we took, we have a great photo of the guy, and like his face is like, wait, that we did not factor that in. Like, you could lose. Like, so really, you do exactly what I just said then if they give you one of these free vouchers, and then you just put like a dollar on the green because the dollar pays you like, if you hit that one, it pays like 70 something to one. So even on that one situation with a dollar bet, you still so he, come out on top. he just yeah. didn't hedge his bet on the green when it hit, you know, so he spins and he's like, all right, they're going to give me $25. And, I, and he's just like kind of waiting for the handout. And then it comes up <laughs> green. And he's like, oh. And just the stone cold look on his face, and we got a great picture of it right when it happened. The realization that you failed at this. So, Vegas oh, always gets you. That's beautiful. Maybe that was planned. Maybe there's one guy watching the cameras going, "Fuck <laughs> yep, that, that guy." guy. <laughs> he thinks he figured the system out. Yeah. So, 
And I grew up on the craps table. I don't know. I, I've got a picture. Uh, my family uh, used to run the Statue of Limitations, right? Those things are gone. But uh, Pops in her basement or garage, whatever it was back in the day, had a full-fledged uh, craps table that he got one of her from his good friends. And wait, they would... Wait, Pops? My dad, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I was thinking Pop. Uh, no, 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 no. Pop, okay. Pop or okay. something. Not no, 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 my dad. Okay. So, and they would run full... I mean, they apparently had some monster crap games down there. My dad would be the house or whatever. But, I mean, one of the first pictures I still have, like the only baby picture I carry on my phone is actually me at a craps table about four or five years age. And they would give me a stack of chips and let me play craps. I mean, so that stuff's like kind of like my lifeblood. It's ingrained in my things. I mean, craps, blackjack. I I was running blackjack games in elementary school. Like my parents had a big blackjack table. Kids would come over with pennies. We'd play blackjack. How'd you do? House always wins. Like, what are you talking about? That's why you invited these kids over, didn't you? Like, so I was an entrepreneur. I had a great scheme. My dad didn't under. My dad just thought I was gonna have rotted teeth. But what it was was we would go to like BJ's or it was called like Pace back in the day, Sam's or whatever. And we would just buy. I would buy big. Airheads, a yes. twenty-five cents a piece. I was you selling those in fucking elementary school, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, but I the great scheme that I had was I had no overhead because my dad was buying all the candy for me, and I was pocketing all the profit. And then I'd be like, "Dad, yo, I need more candy." He'd take me to the store again. My dad just didn't pay that much attention. He's like, "All right, so I'm buying more candy." And one day he's like, "Why are you eating so much candy?" I'm like, "No, I'm selling it." He's like, "Wait a second, this isn't how business works." Like, and of course I wasn't smart enough at the time. It does to like, till you till he figures yeah, it out. Yeah. You should have, you should have, you should, oh man, you could have just turned it on and be like, no, you're, you're, it's, a, this is a government bailout. You're wrong. Well, <laughs> government bailout. But so, and of course, I mean, it still wasn't bad to buy your own product, but I wasn't making as much money then because now you got overhead and everything like that. But yeah, airheads, yeah, airheads and warheads and uh, tearjerker candies back yeah. then. Yeah. Blow pops, of course. Those are all hot sellers. Nerds, dweebs, all that crap. So that was my first entrepreneurship. I found a way to have no overhead. And then <laughs> how, long you, how long did you not have no overhead for? Uh, maybe like three or four months. Nice. You know? Not that's much. a good run. That, that's yeah. a good run. Yeah. That's enough to, to pocket money to actually pay sure. for the overhead for the next month. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It's all covered. <laughs> yeah. So I would always have, of course, the candy drawer. So anybody that came over, just tons of candy. But yeah. So gambling and entrepreneurship. Then dad got me. He raised me right. He did good. There you go. My my entrepreneurship <laughs> extended, ended at uh, mowing grass. I painted a couple houses. But yeah, that was about it. Mowing grass down here—that's hard work. Like, I appreciate the kid that comes and mows my grass. Like, when he calls me up, he shoots me a text message. Hey, and I'm like, yes, please show up. My grass—I do not want to cut it. It's hot down here. Did you see that? Um, that kid, like eight, eight, nine years old, sent a handwritten letter. To the White House saying, can I cut your grass? Yeah. And Trump let him? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. And there's like a picture, uh, no, there's another video where he like comes out, like talks to the kid for a minute. Like it's a, it's a really cool thing. I feel like in 20 years, that's like, the, that kid's probably like, like the next Elon Musk. I feel like, like yeah. he's probably, he's on to something. Like, no, there's or, some kid in Dade County who started his own business cleaning trash cans. Did you see this? No. Uh, he got a business loan. Like he did this shit legit. Uh, he bought a truck. Shit. Uh, How old? Uh, I think he's in high school. Okay. He bought a truck uh, and set this whole thing up. It's a custom custom job, obviously, but it's got a water uh, tank on it with soap and bleach and other chemicals and stuff. 
got all the licensing done. And what he does is on trash day, after the trash guys come and pick up your shit, you leave it on the curb. He drives up and it's got an automated deal, just like the trash does. Picks up your can, flips it upside down, dumps it in the back of this thing, and then they spray it down and clean the inside so it doesn't smell like shit. I'm Googling he, this guy and, he, and, and signing him up. And he sprays soap it. in it and shit, and then it puts it back down, and then you pull it off the curb when he's done. Right. I need that. My garbage can's so nasty. Yeah, I think he's in. I think he's in the northwest section. I think. Okay. But yeah, but uh, yeah, cleaning and fucking sanitizing fucking trash cans. Kids are brilliant. And he's, and he's in fucking high school. Yeah. Smart kids. I'm not really big on kids, but I do hang. <laughs> I do hang around all of my friends' kids now because of all the stories I've heard about like kids thinking of brilliant shit. Like, um, they always talk about how. Um, I think this kid's in high school. They always talk about how. Um, how long it takes uh, for plastic to biodegrade. Yeah. Uh, but it does biodegrade. So this kid said, okay, so which bacteria actually do it? And he fucking biodegraded this thing in like two weeks. Like, who would have thought, like... Well, do you see what they're doing in India now with plastic? What? They're recycling plastic and, u- plastic and using it as a glue for asphalt. Shit. So all their roads for like the last 10 years have been built with this recycled plastic. And the roads they've <coughs> done this with have no cracks, they don't develop potholes, and they don't stretch. So, like, these roads are still perfect 10 years later. Oh, fuck. Yeah, exactly. Why the fuck aren't we doing right. that? <laughs> because we, we need more kids in the government, I guess. Yeah, I don't I know. Guess. <laughs> well, yeah. did, did you see, uh, uh, was it a couple weeks ago, the, the, the hacker DEFCON or whatever? Oh, like a, a middle school girl fucking hacked the election the f- booth? or Yeah, she hacked the... the uh, not an actual one, but like, not, it was set uh, aside, but like one of the models. Right. It, yeah. was, it was a mock Florida uh, election thing. Uh... I think it took her like 15 minutes. Yeah. Hacked the shit out of it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? When God I, damn it. When I worked at uh, the Shore Club in 06, 07, um, there's a guy who, he, he was telling me like the brilliance of kids. And um, he, he was telling me that there was um, some story about uh, like, like a giant 18-wheel eight, eight, truck had misjudged um, going, going under a certain bridge. And so it just fucking bailed into it and it like, it's going at a pretty good speed, so it's about halfway stuck. Sure. So they're like talking about uprooting the bridge, like like taking the bridge apart, doing all this stuff. Now I didn't miss it, but didn't miss it by much. A little kid goes, walks out, and goes, "Why don't you just let some air out of the tires?" Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. Like, fuck. That's what <laughs> you're supposed. To, yeah, yeah. God damn it. Yeah. And that's funny because I mean that's the story you always hear. My mom did that with her her van is got it stuck, and it's like, oh, you got to get a tow truck to pull it out. And they're like, no, you just flatten the tire, let air out of the tires. Yeah. So if you ever pull in a place and you're too big of a vehicle, high clearance, whatever. Yeah, just let air out. Kids, but the the damnedest things. And they're not all geniuses. No, no. My, no, no, my nephew no. says some dumb shit. They eat poop. <laughs> like if you're not careful, a kid will eat dog poop or something. Because like. a kid has no idea what it's not supposed to do. So right. that can be good or bad. <laughs> By the way, our president doesn't either. And I have the same philosophy. Doesn't mean it's a bad thing. He has no idea what he can't do. Right. It's <laughs> <So> really interesting. <laughs> Did you know you could just rip on a dude from like another country who's kind of a dictator, and then he invites you over like to come hang out? <laughs> <laughs> who, who does that? Who thinks that? I don't know. Mike, you don't vote though, right? Oh, this conversation. No, yeah, I yeah. do not to vote. To be fair, it is why you're here. Well, he invited you first, and then I ran into you. Right. And um, I, sp- I spent an hour watching you. You get ripped, ripped into for like, exercising your freedom. Right. I just, uh, uh, no, I do not vote. I think that uh, Have there's... Have you never? Yeah, I did, and I just thought that it was a waste. Um, okay. he, he tried it once. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> vote, but, yeah. and I, but I didn't do it for myself. I did it because people just said, go and vote, and I really did not put any time and effort into learning uh, the, 
basically the political stances of either side. Most people do. Right. That's part of the problem is that you're born into something or somebody, whoever you hang out with, they say, do this, do this. And it kind of just gets in Brit. No. So I, I don't vote. I trust in the masses to make the right decision. Now, well, <laughs> to make you have to amazing make amazing faith in humanity. Well, to make a d- decision, right? To make a decision, uh, I just don't put forth the time and effort and the worry into making that choice. And I also just don't think our system works. You know, like popular vote went one way, and we have a different president. The reality is, is through some kind of, you know, we have electoral college that picks that makes the votes. Like, so really. You're voting for one guy to go to another booth and basically cast his vote, you know, the electoral Uh, college. On your behalf. Right. And the reality of the law is that they do not have to necessarily vote for who you voted for. It depends depends on the state. Yeah. Right. But they don't have to. I mean. Which is why Ron Paul got electoral college votes last election. Sure. So did Bernie Sanders. He got like three, I think. Yeah. So what's. you know the system. I mean, what are you really voting for? I mean, and not to get not to mention, we live in the state where, for the past two presidential elections, the outcome was already decided before we could count. Like we can't even count the votes right. But, so, but the first time I ever voted was in two thousand two thousand. Where not only was my vote counted, it was fucking recounted. So well, it was recounted. You never know. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> right. But I mean, again, if ever it comes down to one vote in the entire world or I'm the country, giving it to you. Yeah. I mean, I can be the swing vote. <laughs> and I just, like I said, it's my right. I respect. I'm what not trying people, to tell you to vote. Oh no, no, I'm not either. I know it's just, I just a hot topic. I just watch him get yelled at for an hour yeah, about did. why he doesn't vote, and I'm like, <laughs> I said nothing. I just I'm not going to. I'm not going to convince you to vote. No, no, no I, I don't think, think, I, you think it's, I think it's. I think it's honorable that you're like, yeah, I don't know what's going on on either side, so I'm not even going to bother. Well, that's the yeah. thing is like, why should I put my uneducated opinion into the ring? Like, I don't. I don't go out and say, please don't vote or don't vote for this person, don't for that. I don't do that because I would rather spend my time enjoying life than worrying about who i i honestly believe that the world is in a cycle that we cannot really control i mean i always bring up like 9 11 uh it didn't matter who our president was they could be the most conservative they could be the most anti-military president when we were attacked we were gonna go blow somebody up like it doesn't matter who the president is i've been saying that for a while by the way i yeah. mean so yeah. there's just this the world is in a cycle i mean uh so you're, but but you don't like bitch and complain about the result. Oh no no! I mean I, no not at all. Can Larry's like Larry's like you know whatever. I'm middle class. I'm white. I'm can, fine. Can you go talk to? <laughs> can, can you like? Can you go talk to all the people who are still upset about the last election? No, there's I, nothing I feel you like, can do. I feel, like, I feel I mean, like they could benefit. No, no, not to where to vote, but right. just to get your mindset of yeah, yeah it's gonna happen. Whatever. Like it, you cal- know, calm down. You know you know what's funny. So my dad's neighbor, uh, when she got the election results. Uh, had a uh, not a party but a gathering at her house like a morning safe space really yeah. swear to god and she came over and knocked on my dad's door and was like we're getting we're all getting together and you know we're gonna you know pray and this and that you know da 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 cause this is a disaster and a tragedy what did and your my dad like, say he was like okay <laughs> he was he was polite and civil he didn't say anything my dad actually, I actually, uh, me and my dad, we had many conversations uh, about who to vote for before the election, and I actually convinced him to vote for Gary Johnson, I think. I, I, he was already headed that direction, but I think through the conversations, I, I got him on that, because he was, he was a huge Bernie Sanders guy. I was for about three days. 
Because I because because uh, I saw this one in like um, they sort of like basically um some station like compiled, uh, basically what every enemy he had would say about him. And the worst thing they could say about him was he's a really honest guy. He's really upfront. I'm like, oh, all right, I like you. I'm listening. I did kind of trail off afterwards, but I did. I I do get why a, a lot of people were kind of like you know into him to a point. He, so I, I can see your dad being into him, you know, at least initially. He's 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 honest to a point, and he's playing to people like he's playing to stupid people. People that really like him are stupid. Millennials. And 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 I'm not trying to say that to be mean because his idea of the things that are wrong are people that are rich, and that's it because they're not paying their fair share. Where realistically, the people that are evil and fucking everyone else over are the people that are using uh, laws and legislation and, and to push their agendas and limit our freedom. Because then that takes money off the table for everyone else. It takes away options for everyone else. It takes away everything from everyone. It makes it, sure. it makes the system look more corrupt than it really is. Exactly. Those are the bad people, not rich people. It's anyone who's trying to use their power to influence your freedoms. Right. That, actually, those are the bad people, actually, not I, rich people. I think I texted you this like two months ago. I'm like, I looked up what the what the two percent actually is. It's anybody who makes over like one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. So every small business owner. So every, yeah, no, so, every small business owner. So every time he says, it's part of the two percent, two percent. Like it's this, it's the same. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, yeah. I, I just found that out like two months ago. I was actually talking uh, to somebody on Facebook the other day. They're like, they're like, oh, America was prosperous because we had a living wage. And that like, no, America was prosperous because we had a physical standard for the dollar bill, and we had the petrodollar after World War II, while we still had a physical standard, which is why we were prosperous because we had all the money. All of it. All of it. <laughs> That's why. And I was like, the living wage has nothing to do with it. the 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 idea of a living wage is asinine at best. The idea of 100% employment is asinine at best. It does a, on an economic they're not thing. Bad, it does not fucking work. They're not bad bad roads to head towards, though. Yes, they are. Absolutely, they are. No, they're not. Oh, yes, they are. To want these things is not bad. Yes, it is. To want 100% employment? How 100%, is that bad? 100% employment never works. I'm not saying that is what we're aiming never, towards. never, ever, ever I'm not happen. saying it's going to happen. It's like saying, hey, let's feed all the people in the world. Oh, you'll never feed them all. How about let's at least walk that way? Okay. This is what happens if you have 100% employment. You ready? Go ahead. Okay. Give so me, give me, give me. This is what happens. You start to build jobs that don't need to be there, and you lower efficiency, which then raises costs. So, like, if we have 100% employment, we're going to wind up being, like, fucking, <clears throat> like, take fucking New Jersey, for example. They got people that pump fucking gas. Their whole job is to go pump gas, because you're not allowed to pump your own fucking right. gas. <laughs> right? So we're going to start having stupid-ass jobs like that. You're going to pay somebody to go... You're assuming a lot of things right now. Well, that's what's going to happen because there's just not enough I, real I, jobs. I'm not saying that, that should be the only goal. I'm saying it's a good one to keep in view. You want to have enough I mean, jobs for everyone to have a job. That's not a bad thing. I mean, greed. I mean, it's an idealistic a, it's, idea that... It's extremely <laughs> idealistic. And it's terrible for the economy. It's not going to work. <clears throat> what we need to do is you need to have enough jobs that the economy can supply through supply and demand, through the invisible hand. Mm -hmm. And when the economy needs more jobs, it's going to provide them. And that's going to be the best, and the best outcome for everyone involved. Because, like I said, when you, start create, when you wind up creating jobs just to make sure you have 100% employment or just to create jobs to create jobs, oh, you, you wind up, like I said, uh, you stifle market growth. Uh, you wind up having meaningless work. And then in, this, in the long run, overall, you wind up devaluing the currency. It's, it's if, just not If viable. 100% employment was your only goal, 
Because it's not mine. I just but that's the only it, way. It, but it's that's not the only a bad way, way to, like, to head to head that way. But that's the only way you're going to get 100 percent employment is if you have stupid <clears> jobs <throat> that mean nothing. Have we ever had 100 percent employment? Nope. No. Nobody that's knows how possible. to get there. No. Nobody knows how to get there. No. No. I mean, the only place but, I feel like you might have 100 percent employment is, you know, a tribal type communal system like that and like they kill you if you don't work you kill the unemployed yeah unemployed. I mean, like I mean that's if Mike you don't Lowry work. 2020 kill the unemployed <laughs> I mean <laughs> Mike says kill all the unemployed you're not pitching in <laughs> you're not pitching in so well, I told, you're I told out you, I, told you, I have a solution for solve world hunger right eat the unfed I don't know <laughs> kill all the hungry people fuck them no <laughs> <laughs> just kill them all can we like like at least make it cool and uh, make it uh, fuck? What's that movie? The Purge. Yeah. We'll if you tie it to a movie, yeah. people will get behind you. Yeah, we just kill them all, and then guess what? Then there's more food for everybody. <laughs> as you long as you don't mind where the meat came from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but see, you guys are having such a good political debate about this. I'll let you guys make the decision. Whatever you guys. Like. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm just gonna kick back and <laughs> you let would, you. You would be the greatest I mean, president ever because you would do nothing that mattered, and that's what we need. Sometimes. That's so beautiful. No, that's what the president should do. Yeah. The president should have like almost zero power. Right. Well, I right. I mean, look, Set we have our checks this. and balances. You know, there's the Congress, Republic, yeah, or. You know, we have, we have we have an image of checks and balances, right? Now. We had yeah it's a lot better checks and balances. But I mean, been, when you get the president in the House or you know however it works out, are both in the same party, you know now you've got increased power. But on the other hand, that came down to the voters that did it. You know, so the system works at one point; it doesn't work for a few years, and now we will maybe the next election. I mean. Who knows what's gonna happen? I mean, do you know what I I love about about the electoral college? Is it actually gives the gives you the answer to the result that you want, or at least a better result? But nobody's gonna fucking do it. Okay, so in this state, you have so many points, you have so many votes, right. blah blah blah. Do you know what you do if you don't like where they're gonna vote? Oops. Why don't you go fucking talk to them? Why don't you actually connect with these people and either be convinced or convince them otherwise? And that's kind of what the electoral college like forces you to do. We're not going to do that. It's not going to happen. Nobody's going to go talk to people. Because if you got rid of the Electoral College, no, but no candidate in the world would go through the Midwest. Right. They're going to no, stay on the course. coast because that's uh, where the major of the population is. If right. it was a popular vote. And, and, and L.A. Yeah. Um, yeah. L.A. L.A., yeah. New Cali. York. They might not even come here. Nah, they might. They, they might. They might. They might. Yeah. There's, some, there's some. Right. Yeah. Well, but that's like, like that's, that's not a, um, that's not like, you know against killing the electoral college it's just that there is no actual currently no better system right now right yeah. but then no also i mean the problem with the the central united states is i mean that's more of our farms and whatnot so they have a different want and need from a politician than a city you know lawyer or whatever which is why I mean. we have congress and exactly that's why they so have i mean senator, and i think it would wind up better if they got rid of gerrymandering like if we could just do God, away yes. with that that's and make pretty, a, make a standard now. size uh for uh, districts and fuck off with the gerrymandering like god damn it like fuck your party power suck a fat baby's dick like well, it's obviously fucking wrong I think wrong. we're one of like two or three countries that actually still do shit like that yeah like the entire world right. it is obviously fucking wrong like yeah right the fact that there's a word for it and people are like whatever <laughs> like how the fuck are you okay with that like come on man like whatever anyway. so yeah go vote <laughs> I mean, like, and if then you, if you, you want, heard it, like, you heard it here. Yeah. Mike Lowry said, "Go vote." Go vote, and then come and tell him, tell him how it went. Yeah. I mean, <laughs>
but leave me be. I mean, again, like it's just the right. I, I don't, I don't think that I'm a bitchy person when it comes to things happening. And like, hey, it is what it is. Uh, you make your own way and do it. If if I were to sit back and constantly complain about politics and whatnot, then wow, point a finger at me. But no, I, I accept what the situation. Fair enough. Yeah. So we've talked politics. Did it bother you at all? No, no, no. It oh, doesn't yeah. bother me so, one oh, bit. No. Oh, my God. People can talk politics and not yell and hate you afterwards? Like, yeah, yeah, of course <gasps> not. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was funny. I ran into uh, this girl uh, today at the gas station, Jesse. Uh, hey, Jesse. Uh, super cool chick. Uh, I met her through Caroline. She's, uh, she works at the, okay. the vet clinic uh, in the Redlands. Okay. I, was, I haven't met her, but I think I've heard of her. Yeah, yeah. It was so funny, though, because she's like, she sees me in the gas station. I'm like, hey, girl. She's like, what's up, boy? And I was like, how you doing? She goes, how's my favorite Trump supporter? She said the uh, shit real loud, and everyone starts staring at me. And I'm like, really? You got you to gotta throw me on blast like that? Really? I'm not even a real Trump supporter. Like, fuck, man. And, <laughs> and really, you're offended? You have, you have made people leave a restaurant because you said not in Trump's America. Not because you voted for him, because you didn't. Because yeah, it was right. funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, Can my, you blame her for doing the same thing? Well, I have my work uniform on and shit. So, like, whatever, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, you had to my, keep it a little My trickle back. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. When I'm in the work uniform, I don't say shit like that. <laughs> because you can't. You it's a private company. Exactly. You cannot I like my job. take a political stance. I mean, you can, but you need to suffer the... And you'd be like, Kaepernick could get fucking fired. Uh, well, not, I wasn't going to say any names, but not, I mean... Not, not play pro football for two years and then score a contract with Nike. Right. Because, and be ahead of their athletics, <laughs> an athletic fucking line. Right. Like how the, right. Nike was genius with that. You know why? Nike was fucking genius. It cost them so little. Yeah, it cost them so little, one. And two... Uh, okay, so... There's a huge, there's there's huge amounts of market research on this. Uh, black males, uh, eighteen, like sixteen to I think it's like twenty seven or twenty eight somewhere in there, spend three times as much on clothing and shoes and jewelry and sure. stuff than any other demographic. Right. So what they do, Nike pandered to them specifically because guess what? That's what they do. It's a it's a win for capitalism. Right. Like oh, it is agreed. a prime example. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Nike takes this guy, throws him on there. They don't give a shit about his politics. They don't give a. F- they don't give two fucks. Right. They don't give a shit. Like, no, no, no. They don't give a shit about yeah. the people they're pissing off because they're yeah. not buying. Exactly. Right. They're right. not buying. And, and it's funny, too, because on the flip side, everybody's like, yeah, they got Kaepernick. Like, no, no, no. They got your fucking money is what they got. They don't give a fuck about your politics or how you feel about Kaepernick. Sure. They don't give a shit. They got little fucking six-year-old Indonesian kids sewing your fucking shoes together for pennies on the for pennies right. like a day. They don't give a shit. And then right, <laughs> after, and then right afterwards, fucking Jim Carrey... Uh, Comes on Bill Maher's show and goes, I bought these Nikes yep, yep, for did. to support Kaepernick. Does anybody even remember Ace Ventura? Like, is he still relevant? Like, but I'm sorry. But he like still like I bet they got a bump off just that five second fucking thing he did. Sure. Yeah, I guess uh, I, I guess uh, their stocks finished with like a fifty year high or some shit like that. Nike, right? I believe. It. I mean, at the situ- at the time of the situation, I thought right when they released that ad, actually the person. if I hadn't been working on it before would have been Serena Williams because everything she's going through right now like she's really getting persecuted it seems like in her sport like did you hear what? She she's can't not getting fucking persecuted. Well, she is. I'm hearing no, she's I'm, not. One hundred percent. I'm hearing no, different she's results. Not. I don't actually. know. She can't even wear like she has. Okay, a, the cat suit. I'm with you. She, she has a, a history of, of blood clots and in blood circulation, and they're saying no, you can't wear that it's anymore. A, also, it's clothing. Grow the fuck up, people. Right. Like uh, right. I mean, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Let it go. A, it's it such hurt nobody. Tennis is a 
antiquated like rules and history of like gentlemanly and proper stuff that I mean I think but I just think that she would have been a better person as the face of Nike personally it's always next year yeah yeah. and she might be I don't know (laughs) she has to get fired first Oh. <laughs> he was a bad quarterback too. I no, mean, I know he was. Well, no, he, had, no, he, had one he good went. Season. He went to I a know. Super Bowl. What are you I talking know. about? He had, uh. one, he had one good season, man. He had one good season, and then whatever, he fell off. Which, whatever, he played in the fucking NFL. It's better than I could do. And I've got right. no problem with what he did at all. I don't, I don't give a shit with well, what he did. Yeah. Right? Okay. I don't think. I mean, all right. And this is where it gets. I would have liked to have him done it differently. I don't. I. I mean, he. There's a many thing he could have done. I would have liked to have done it differently. I don't think he was wrong. I mean, he has the right to do that. Just like I have the right not to vote. I mean, it comes down that way. You don't vote? But, no, go figure. <laughs> yeah, right. But, you don't vote? And <laughs> I just thought that his follow-up to it was really bad because if he wants to open a, a dialogue between cops, because originally his, his stance was about uh, black males were getting basically hunted down and shot. I mean, pol- police brutality uh, and Police whatnot. brutality and harassment. Yeah. And stuff. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So... If you want to open up a line of communication, so be it. But in like one of his very next co- press conferences, he was wearing socks that had pigs wearing cop outfits. So Not essentially, he's good for conversation. Right. Yeah. Okay. Then he came down here to Miami, and the game before he played against the the Dolphins, he wore a Fidel Castro shirt. And yeah, I saw then, that. Awkward. Then he did not vote. I mean, if you're going to take a political stance, and and want change and promote change, then at least vote. Like and again, politicize it. Well, here's, right. here's the thing, this is, and I've said this before. He, like you said originally, he could have done things differently. There are so many things he could have done to actually make a change in the community. Like he could have gone and not just open a dialogue, but because of his position and the fame he had, he could have gone around and talked to police commissioners, police chiefs, sure. and set and, and talked to people and and got the ball rolling on something and actually made a difference. But I mean, he's like, I'm fighting. I'm raising awareness. Like. Yeah, right. on, do you know who is doing exactly? Fuck off. Do you know who is doing exactly what you just said? Trump. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> right. no, 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 like, like I'm it. not. It's not a joke. I know. I know he, he, is. he invited the leader of the Black Lives Matter yeah. uh, to have a, a conversation about. Um, Didn't Jay Z uh, convince him not to go? Yeah, that's yeah, that's my point. Is that yeah. uh, I forget the dude's name because honestly, I've, you start this movement and you don't own up and do and show up to where you're supposed to, so I'm not gonna remember your name. But he, yeah, he invited the dude and Jay Z said no. Jay Z said no, don't come. It'll ruin your brand. It'll ruin your image. Don't go talk to Trump. Yeah. And even since then, Trump has asked. Now, mind you, it's really hard to find this article. I have it. If you want it, I will send it to any of you. Trump says to the kneeling athletes, who would you like to to see released? Like now. Kim Kardashian showed up. She got a release. Like. I can't believe they fucking released that chick. You know who she was? <laughs> no, like, oh, I, she, I've she, actually, I've actually, uh, Ben Shapiro t- t- talked about that. Yeah, actually everybody's that, yeah. like, oh, she just, she just sold a little drugs. And this bitch was like the fucking cocaine king. Like, we're not talking like she sold a couple baggies. She right. sold fucking hundreds and hundreds of pounds of this shit. Like, she's not fucking innocent. Like, this Wait, was her fucking, this was her job and she was fucking good at it. Right. But, like, but, God but, damn. but you also think all drugs should be legal because you're a libertarian. I do. I think all drugs should oh, be okay. legal. So let's just, but, yeah, yeah. Was she wrong? Absolutely. Absolutely. Survival she was of the fittest. I would love to know how many people died because of her. That's, I'd love to know yeah. that. Yeah. And because that's a person I want to keep in jail, but I, if there's a lot, so I don't know. No, I think all drugs should be legal. I yeah. don't give a shit. The government <clears> doesn't have the right to tell you what you can and cannot put in your body. It's not yeah. the government's job to decide your level of involvement. You decide your own level of involvement. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, I'm sad I never got to see that band. I just your name was fucking perfect. Yeah. Paper shoe company. Yeah. Yeah. Great. But uh, yeah. 
I'm about some freedom. What was two? What does that two oh, mean? Two, two we're hours. At, oh, we're at like we're at like two hours. Oh, and I really got to pee. You guys talk a lot. I got to well. pee too. Yeah. <laughs> You've outed me. You've outed me as a non-voter. Do, do you want to end I mean, your break? I don't know. Yeah, let's just go. We're good. Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. Any any uh, parting words, Mike? Any, no, uh, this is a good time. Any I, uh, shameless self-promotion? No, not at all. I have done. I, this has gone really well. Can we say no to like at least the next three gingers? Because I want him to like you know be like you know last on our, on our taste buds. Is that gay? Yeah, a little gay. Sorry. Little. little. <laughs> yeah. He can be the last on your taste buds. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing later? Yeah. <laughs>